Hello, everybody, and welcome back to DeathRollProds.com video games podcast. As always, I'm dead. Joe, today we have Alex. What's up, y'all? And Caveman. I can't find my pants. <laughs> and that, folks, is why we didn't have a show last week. Yes. He was. We were too busy getting him out of the alligator float that ate him on Mardi Gras. Yeah. Uh, seriously, guys. You don't want to finish the digestive process. (laughs) I'm still not clean. Well, also, you know, the acid. Yeah, that was fine. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we're here to talk about video game stuff, guys. Also, I've been been waiting like a month to use this joke, and it's going to be terrible and not worth the wait, but fuck it, I thought of it, so... What's up, bitches? We got switches. Yeah, you're right. That was abysmal. Yes, that was, was terrible and yes, not at all worth the wait. Fuck the okay, we're you. stopping. We're stopping the recording and starting from the beginning because that joke was too bad. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go fly up to Canada and slap you for that one. <laughs> but yes, uh, wait. I don't have a switch. You're lying. No, me and Caveman and I have switches. We both got switches in the time we were recording. Jeez. <laughs> fine, fine, Nintendo people, be like that. Mine wasn't from Nintendo. Mine was from eBay, where I found a dude selling a brand new, never used Nintendo Switch, tax free for three hundred and fifty Canadian dollars. Is that like my Vita that I got for fifty bucks? Well, not quite, but you know. Uh, well, considering uh, that, no. uh, well, considering that, like in in retail, the thing costs four hundred bucks plus thirteen percent tax. Well, that's not too bad. And then ever on eBay without tax, the lowest price I saw, aside from the three fifty one, was. 375 that got sold immediately, then 400 then that got sold immediately, then 420 then that got sold immediately, and then $700 for the box for the Mario Odyssey version. Yeah, mine only costs 300 Oh, well, adi fucking dog, you in America, <laughs> where everything gets produced and everybody fucking hates Canada. I believe South Park said it best. Blame Canada. Everything Blame is your Canada fault. Blame Canada for America raising Canada's prices. Yes. No. It's your own fault. Canada You've only yourself for not to blame. Being America, because that's what that fucking was. Like back in the fucking day, like when I was a, when I was a youngin, we fucking paid the we fucking games games were sixty dollars in America and sixty dollars in Canada. Fucking consoles came over here. They were like fucking three hundred whatever in America and three hundred whatever here in Canada. But then the second I fucking moved out of my own, they said, "Hey, games are going up to eighty bucks." Also, fuck you. Yeah, I mean, the one time I was up in Canada, like, 15 years ago, games were cheaper up there. Yeah, but now. Like, fuck oh. me. You should get a time machine then. Fuck. I... <laughs> anyway. I bought, over the course of the last, like, fucking month, I purchased three games, all of which were $90 after sales taxes. That is $270. And all of them were for the Switch. <sighs> Did you get Golf Story? No. Apparently that's supposed to be a really good game. I've, yeah, I've heard uh, of that too. 
going to be spending my money next month on potentially Detective Pikachu or Far Cry 5 or both. What, is Detective Pikachu supposed to be a game? Yeah, it's a game on yes. it's a game available now on 3DS. Oh, I thought that was supposed to be like a movie or something. It is. No. What? It's both. What? Oh, dear. Oh, fuck. It is a game called Detective Pikachu and then a movie starring Ryan Reynolds and not Danny DeVito as Detective Pikachu. <laughs> the internet is so mad about that. Because I thought they had already announced that. I remember seeing news that saying, hey, Danny DeVito has fucking signed a deal to play Pikachu in, in fucking Detective Pikachu. They thought about mm-hmm. it, but DeVito didn't even know what Pokemon was. So no, was they like, didn't okay. think about and it. Who everyone, gives a fuck? All the nerds said, hey, make it be Danny DeVito. Cuz. What? Danny DeVito is a solid actor. And hearing that fucking weird yes, goblin voice coming out of Pikachu as, would be amazing. He doesn't work as... Pikachu. Neither does Ryan Reynolds. They're no, sure, not, he doesn't. Neither, neither does but, the guy voicing him and the game either. Yeah, I mean, the whole point is that it's a Pikachu with like a gravelly, deep, hard-boiled detective voice. Yeah, it's all terrible. But yeah. what would be what would be better having the te- having like Ryan Reynolds be terrible as fucking Pikachu, or having Danny DeVito be intentionally terrible as Pikachu? Uh, um, honestly, they're both terrible. Yeah. Nobody's winning here. Yeah, the internet wins. And I'm part of the internet, so I win. Anyway, yeah, you're, the Switch. You're, you're, you're killing him. Ah, I've been killing him for years. It's true. So, do you have something in particular you want to talk about on the Switch? Yeah, let's talk about Zelda. Fuck the Yiga clan. Fuck four <laughs> stealth sections in games that are not centered around stealth. Let me guess, you're talking about Breath of the Wild. Yes. Wait, no, actually, we're talking about Link to the Past. Oh, of course. Fuck the Yiga clan and its rancid, fiery asshole with all of the ancient energy weapons that I can shove up there. Dude, their assholes aren't fiery. They eat so many bananas. <laughs> Bananas are a part of colon health, right? I don't know. No, potassium? not really. Not, I don't think that's how it works. I got potassium coming out the assium. Does potassium make I, you poop? I don't, I don't think know. that's how it works. I no. think bananas have are good fiber. Okay, fiber, yeah, fiber, would be, fiber helps you poop. Yeah, I think bananas are good. I don't know. It doesn't I, matter. I remember back Can't, in high school, I used to take fiber supplements because I was pooping bricks. Just every day, wake up, have no breakfast because you didn't have time, pop a fucking fiber supplement, then run to fucking school. And I mean run, because it was around that point that I started getting fucking insomnia. And then I had to I had fucking try to wake up at 6 a.m., slept through all my alarms, got up at 7 to 30 a.m., and then had to run to school because my mom was at work. Your life sounds very complicated. It really isn't. It's like white guy complicated. Which is to say, not like horribly complicated, but like comparatively. When you look at things in context. I, I, back to video games. <laughs> back to video games. Yes, back there to video games. There are good ways and bad ways to do stealth. 
If you want the best example of stealth, I have to hold up Persona 5 and um, Dishonored as the two patron saints of stealth in video games. Persona 5, really? Yes. It's super simple. Exactly. Then why not hold That's up fucking what, Sly Cooper? my point is. You hit the button. I haven't played Sly Cooper hide. in years. I'm playing Persona 5, okay? What about Thief? From the makers of Dishonored. Ever, I, haven't, I haven't played Thief. What is the boot? Chronicles of Riddick. I haven't played that. There's was a Chronicles boot? of Riddick game? Yep. Two yes. of them. Jeez. Didn't the games come first? No. Did fuck they? No. No. I don't know. Okay. Pitch Black came remember. first. Pitch Black came, then I'm pretty sure the Chronicles of Riddick game came out around the same time as the movie, and then years later the second game came out. I think around the release of the third movie. Yeah, there have been three Riddick movies. Why? Because Vin Diesel. But anyway, video games. And there's a fourth one coming. Stealth done right is... Okay, I can sneak around, but if I fuck up the stealth, I can get out of it. The Yiga clan hideout is an example of stealth done abysmally wrong. Is it like Ocarina of Time, where if they see you, you lose? You don't instantly lose. No, you, you can try to fight, but you'll die. Oh, I actually did pretty alright fighting. Like, I, like... First couple times through there, uh, I just, I got fucked a lot because like, I'm going south, going south, going south. Fuck, they saw me. And then I tried to fight. And I did pretty well. And then I die instantly. Yeah, because the fucking big ones have one hit kill weapons. Yeah. And then after that. It's bullshit. And then after that, I got better at sneaking. It's especially bullshit because I will get down to the point where I have one left. And they'll see me killing the last one because they can see through solid stone. No, they can't. That's what fucking happened several times. Yeah, I've never had that problem. It it was it. I literally put my switch down and haven't picked it back up <laughs> since my last failure in the Yiga Clan hideout <laughs> because so I almost snapped my switch in half. Well, that's what you get After for playing on the screen. three hours of trying to get through the fucking Yiga Clan hideout, I had to stop playing with my Switch for a little See, while. See, that's why making it portable is a mistake, because things like that can happen. Yeah, I just get fucking super pissed, and then just you twist wrong, and then, whoops, the system's you know, gone. It's like, oh, wait, I forgot it, was, I forgot it wasn't just a controller. And that's why I never actually take it out of the, do- out of the dock. I have never once used it in portable mode. Okay, actually, I, I usually did... use it in portable mode because then my wife can watch Netflix while I'm playing video okay, games. Okay, well, I did use it in portable mode once, and that was to go to the bathroom while playing Zelda. I went to the bathroom and realized, oh, this is terrible. Eh, I like portable mode. Because it feels way too heavy. Uh, it The screen is so god... I was, I was, the thing that shocked me was like how fucking small the screen is. I have n- absolutely no problems with either the screen size or the weight. The weight's just right, and the screen size is appropriate for most of the games that I've played on there. Yeah, no, I no, I yeah, I didn't have a lot of problems with the Yiga Clan. I did have a lot of problems with like taking it out and using it like a thing. 
My only, the only other problem I have, the only problem I have other than Ye- the Yigu clan are the tilt controlled shrine puzzles. Oh, fuck those. Those are the worst. I eventually looked online and saw, hey, if you turn your switch upside down before activating it, then it's easier. And I was like, oh my god, I just have to figure out the reverse of all the commands I want to put in. This what, is perfect. What I did was, was when I began it, uh, so the maze, you know the maze thing with uh, like rare, like... yeah. So what I did I was I flipped the maze upside down, so it was just a flat surface. Yeah, that's what I, I saw that online, and then just started ramping I it. Like, I saw that online, and I was like, oh, "That makes sense." Okay, let me. Do and it worked. This. It was so easy. It's so much easier that way. So anyone watching this having trouble with those puzzles, though, you've probably already beaten the game because like nine many, times. Not, no one else is like me who just gets infuriated and has to put the switch down or else throw it across the room and embed it in the wall. Yeah, that was my mood. My mood was <laughs> embed the switch in the wall. <laughs> Did you shake your Fuck fist the to Yiga the sky clan. and just screams, screams so loud it was heard from outer space? Oh, man. Why does Zelda keep doing this? Because fuck you. It's like every Zelda game. Hey, uh, let's have a forced stealth section. Everybody loves those, right? I mean, I thought the I mean, point of Breath of the Wild was you don't actually have to do anything if you don't want to. Can't you just, like, go kill Ganon in ten minutes into the game? Yeah, you can. You can try. But if you want to actually, like, if you want to actually like, go in there with fucking everything, then you need to go fucking do clear the Yiga Clan, clan in order to get shit. Thunderhelm back, in order to go in to the fucking, what is it, in the desert. Uh, can't, you, can't you just skip the clan the camel? and, like, get the yeah, other the camel. stuff? You gotta, you gotta go in and get the camel. And then fight Thunderblight Ganon, the fucking shitbag that guy is. And then they all fire their laser beams at Ganon, dropping him down to half health. And then you shoot him three times and win. I'm looking forward to eventually beating that game, but <laughs> fuck the Yiga clan. God, fuck the Yiga clan. Like, seriously. Nintendo, the, the, the developers of the, of the fucking... Zelda developers, please, no one enjoys stealth sections where you instantly die if you fuck up once. I'm sure there's some, somebody somewhere that enjoys it. If you're going to have it be that you die instantly after one fucking touch. Fuck. Uh, uh. This podcast is more popular. At least let us see. The fucking enemies line of sights with glowy lines if you're going to have it be instant death. Because I cannot tell you how many times I've been fucked by a guy happening to see through solid stone. If I edited these more, that would be, that would be, that would cut off at like, I cannot tell you how many times I've been fucked by a guy. (laughs) If I actually took the time to edit these. I hope your wife doesn't listen to these. Oh, she knows. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> yeah, when you go into anyway. a marriage like that, you know. But, like, I will say this. I fucking love everything else. <laughs> I mean, the motion-controlled uh, dungeon puzzle, the sh- motion-controlled shrine puzzles, and the Yiga clan are the only problems... Uh, the instant break weapons are the only problems I have with the game. The weapons are made of balsa wood. Yeah, yeah, they kind of are. Even the Master Sword is. They give you plenty, 
but they don't give you enough slots to carry plenty. Well, that's why I got into the Korok They give you enough slots to run out of your weapons mid-boss fight and have to leave. That's why I got to run around and try to find those little fucking leaf assholes. Yeah. No, I've been finding them. Even then, I still run out. It's infuriating. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. Especially if you're like, the Master Sword is like that, too. I've heard that the Master Sword doesn't break, it just wears out, and you have to wait. Oh, no, the Master Sword, like, you're using it, and then it breaks like everything else, and then you wait ten in-game minutes, and then it fucking comes back. Okay, that's not that bad. At least it doesn't stay away forever. What if it did? Like, this is this is the weapon of time. It's the thing, it's the weapon that the fabled hero will use to destroy Ganon, and then you'll break it off a fucking goblin. I would stop playing Oops. the game outright. If I would return it. I would, I'm pretty sure I'm outside of my return period. I would return it and demand my money back. That is how badly I would be angered by this shit. Oh, wow. Just thinking about it now and how stupid that would be. Good thing games aren't that mean anymore. Yeah, anymore. That's the thing. If this was like fucking... If this came out around the time, like, you know, uh, Ocarina of Time did, that would 100% be what happened. Alex? Yeah? I heard you go, is, is like, in, in attempt to response. Oh, no. Um, I, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't wasn't important. Okay, so one thing, the thing that I really don't like about this, and it is a very small thing, like everything you said, the fucking stuff. Uh, this is a very odd thing to not like about a Zelda game. And I think it's mainly because I'm not like a big Zelda fan, but I really didn't like how they portrayed Link in this. What do you mean? So one of the side quests that you got to do, assuming you haven't played the game, is you are given uh, an old lady uh, Google drives a bunch of images onto your tablet. Oh, yeah. And you have to go around and find and you go, go around and find these locations in the world, which then trigger memories in Link because Link is amnesia. He doesn't know. He doesn't know who he is. Doesn't know what's happening. Just he knows who he is, but he doesn't remember what happened to call, to set all things in motion. No, he doesn't remember shit. Doesn't remember anybody. He knows his name's Link. Because people told him he was Link as soon as he woke up. Yeah. It's like, hey, your name is Link. Oh, okay. Yeah, the first thing he hears when name. he wakes up is your name is Link. But then after that, he goes to all the places and everybody's like, hey, it's a Link. He's back. Wait, what do you mean you don't remember who I am? Well, fuck you, asshole. That is every interaction. Yeah, and so as you're going around, find all these uh, memories and stuff. Uh, they are, like, relatively emotional memories of, like, your time with your friends and the person presumably you're in love with. And then every time you see one, every time you uh, relive one of these memories, uh, Link does, Link does like, the thing that people do in movies and TV and whatever, where they have their eyes closed, and then as soon as the memory ends, they go, <laughs> and wake up. And are kind of, like, stumbled back, like, oh, my God, I remember all this stuff that got downloaded in my brain like I'm in the fucking Matrix. But when Link does that, he has I a surprise. my past. Yeah, but when Link does that, he has a surprise face, and then before the camera even fucking switches around to him bef- so that you can go out to playing it, he then goes back to the fucking neutral, emotionless mask. <laughs> He's like, I know who I am now. Mm. <laughs> Everything makes sense. It, I know what I have to do. Uh, for every memory. 
That is true. I've seen three of the memories so far, and I can confirm. And in, yeah. and, in, and in those cutscenes too, like they're like big emotional things happening, or like fucking hang out with your bros. I'm so mad that you don't that the Zora girl, you know, you don't get to get with her. Yeah, Mifa. I, 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 want, I was like, oh, that's a, that's that'll be cute. Yeah, yeah that'll it, work. She is these people island. are still alive. She's probably still alive. Nope. Yeah, she's fucking great. Her ghost is like, yo, I'm totally DTF. And then everybody, and then fucking Nintendo's like, bitch. Look at what game you in. He is the Legend of Zelda, not the Legend of Link. Actually, has a choice. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. Everyone knows Zelda would end persona? up with a Gerudo bitch, but like, go fuck you. It's the Triforce, not the fucking Gerudo Force or whatever. Anyway. That's the thing I don't like. There's, they they spend a lot of time like actually trying to put a real emotion into this world by like having really good animation, a really good art style, voice acting for all the characters that really kind of puts them out there and gives them like real personalities. And then Link is just nothing. Yeah, this the is old- another instance of other games did it right. Yeah, Wind Waker. This game didn't do it right. Wind Waker yeah, is Wind the Waker only game. Wind Waker did a great job giving him personality. Yeah, Wind Waker is the only game in the Zelda series that I've played where I'm like, oh, Link is a character now. Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass. The only game in the series I've played. Minish Cap. I've played. I know, I'm just listing the ones that for anybody who wants them. Yeah, just in that in that game, like... Such gets taken immediately. He gets fucking pissed and tries to tries to hunt a tries to like chase a bird off a cliff. And his grandma gives him the fucking like hero's tunic. And he's like, eh, "Thanks, grandma." If that game was better, I would love it. Fuck you, Wind Waker's awesome. Wind Waker is the best 3D Zelda game I have played, but it's still a 3D Zelda game. Go shit yourself. <laughs> Yeah, and this Link is the, in the story of this game, Link, Link is the weakest Link. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, I knew it the second I said it. <laughs> like, I didn't think it through until it came out of my mouth. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Making a reference. Shit. You know one thing I love about that game? Cooking. You know one, another thing that I hate about that game? cooking <laughs> I, I, I have said, a love-hate relationship with the cooking thing i thought you said cocaine for a minute i was gonna yeah, say I was, wait, I was like, what, I was like, what wait. game is this where <clears throat> links snor- like, does snorts a few lines yeah, wait zelda are you talking about the weakest link zelda like is that lady doing oh, okay. bumps on set <laughs> but no like just like the cooking the, the weakest cooking link, system bitch. in that the cooking system in that is awesome and terrible because like i can't I can't figure out what makes, like, I'll have one potion, and I feel like I put the same ingredients into another potion, but one will give me three cold resistance for, like, four minutes, and the other one will give me, like, one for ten, and I don't know what I did. Uh, It's based off of the monster parts and the amount of the main ingredient you put in. Yeah, I get that, but I feel like I'm putting in the same quantities of shit, and it's just, like, I can't figure it out. I'm probably doing it wrong. Like, as a matter of fact, I'm almost certain I'm doing it wrong, but, like, I don't want to take meticulous notes about the ingredients I put in. Yeah, I didn't have a real problem with that, mainly because I just looked up wikis. I was like, all right, I'm going into the desert. I don't have the Gerudo outfit yet. What do I need? 
and then I run to the, then I run up into the fucking volcano in my goddamn oven. Or failing that, I go to the fucking bug dude and just buy all the bugs he has on him. Oh fuck, beetle! Yeah, that that's the thing I actually I was actually found myself spending a surprising amount of time doing, pawning stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like, I would I'd go into, like, those fucking, like, I never actually, so, uh, I, I never went and, like, bought any of, like, the ancient fucking gear or whatever. Like, like, there's, like, there's a guy who, like, will sell you, like, you know, hey, here's, like, here's, like, an ancient, ancient spear, here are ancient yeah. arrows or whatever. I'm like, I have to get fucked. I do that because I love the look of the ancient gear. Oh, no, the ancient gear looks really fucking cool, but the usefulness of it and the utility of it versus, versus the effort it takes to actually get it. Yeah, I'm just like, eh, fuck you. I'm just, hey, 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 Billy, you want all my fucking ancient springs? I need some butterflies. Hey, the blood moon's rising. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, I've actually been having a lot of fun. Uh, my my uh, wife and her best friend are both playing uh, Breath of the Wild, and anytime a red moon appeared in anything we were watching, I'd be like, hey, the blood moon's rising. And they'd both have a little, like, angergasm at it. <laughs> you piece of shit. I'm just, just killing all the bokoblins out there. God damn it, I'm in the fields in front of Hyrule Palace. Fuck. All of the monsters are, all of the mechs are back. Fuck me. Did you kill any? Have you killed any of the guardians? The guardians? Yeah, the mechs. The giant ones? Yeah, I beat the I beat the elephant. No, no, no. I mean, no, I mean the actual like. Oh yeah, I've killed like four of the mechanical pseudo spider things. I did not kill a the, single the really one my entire ones. playthrough. It's actually shockingly easy. Like, like, like I. Like I did the uh, like you know I I beat the ones in like the you know the tests of strength in the in the shrines but like out there in the world the closest I got to one intentionally was when I had to snap a picture of one for a side quest. The one I hate is the one that flies, the helicopter one. Ah, yeah, those things are really fucking annoying. No, what's even more annoying is when the only way to hide from them is to jump off a cliff while it's raining. <laughs> That happened to me. I'll just fight. I them. was I was climbing up to get like to get like one of the last towers I had. It was in an area that was covered in blight and bokoblins and or moblins. Yeah, it was moblins and two of those fuckers flying around. Yeah, I took those assholes out before I even like I started pinging them and they came and like until they came closer and then I just switched my bomb arrows and started blowing them up. Yeah, I was going to mostly all stealth route. Unless I, knew- I knew I couldn't sneak past those things. Because I had faced one before. Well, aside from me having to jump off a cliff, I could. I'm the master of stealth as I dive off this fucking 300-story cliff. I'm not very good at stealth. I'm yes, we know. I'm not, said this, I'm not very good at stealth either, only but I complained tried. about stealth sections like since this cast began. Yeah, that's, that, that was your first thing. It's like, yo, fuck stealth. Like, I hate stealth. I hate four stealth. I, I do! It's bullshit! All the rest of the game, I am slicing these motherfuckers down without a problem, and suddenly, <laughs> we caught you! You lose! Fuck that noise. Clearly, you won't be getting a very high rating on Metal Gear if you ever played that. Don't play Metal Gear. 
Well, I've always been interested, but I've never played it. I mean, you, don't have to, you don't have to be stealthy in Metal Gear. You can just kill everyone if you want, but you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, I'm not. See, that's fa- the weird thing in those games. I'm I'm actually good at stealth. Alpha Protocol, Skyrim, fucking um, fuck Dishonored. I will move through an entire level without touching Deus Ex. I will move through an entire level without touching the suspicion meter. And it's so infuriating when it, when I'm in a game that can't do it right. Oh, it's so infuriating. Yeah, I sincerely do not. Either we got different copies or something, or your game is just broken. Like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Like, I, like I said, I saw for that entire game. Like, fucking the Lionel was, was the most goddamn tense fucking bit of stealth I've ever fucking played in that game. I have no problem with the Lionels because, like, I'll just, like, I'll get around them, get up on a rock, and then snipe them from the distance. And by the time they've gotten over to me, I've moved to another rock. They also have bows and arrows, you know, right? Yeah, I know. By the time they've gotten over to me. Like, yeah. I didn't have a problem with the Lionels. I just kind of, I just kind of like didn't, I just did my best not to trigger them. I tri- like, aside from the first time I triggered the guy to go to, to go get the shock arrows to go fight the fucking elephant. First time I went up there, he triggered me. I had to actually go back down the waterfall again to get rid of him. <laughs> then I got back up. Stealth my way through the entire thing, got every shock arrow on there, didn't didn't even have him fucking get suspicious of me. Then another Lionel I enjoy killing yeah, things. Then another Lionel found me in an open field where I couldn't oh. stealth away from him. And the third Lionel was inside Hyrule Castle, who continued to attack me while when I was like fucking hundred yards away from where he was trapped. I'd just be like running away, then all of a sudden I'm struck by lightning. Hmm. Well, you should have dodged the lightning. I dodged it two hundred times. I couldn't. I didn't know it was coming. I don't know if you know this. Lightning moves fast. Yes, I know. Yeah, it does, and it's super annoying in this game. Thunderblight Ganon uh. also fucking moves hella fast. I need to get some wooden weapons before I face him. Thunderblight Ganon is the fucking worst. I fucking hate him. Like all the other, all the other fucking uh, Ganons were so easy. Like I don't know if I like power leveled too too much or like didn't play it in the right order, but outside of the Lionels and Thunderblight Ganon, I had no problems doing anything in this game. I, I, it might be that I was just in the wrong mindset to approach the uh, Yiga Clan hideout the first time, but I, I really, really hate for stealth when you instant die because it's I know bullshit. You said that several times yep. in the last half hour. I know, but we're still talking about Breath of the Wild, and we, we keep getting back to stealth. So I'm going to say that every time. <laughs> oh yeah, I I don't get I don't get too much into like end game stuff that I saw because Kevin hasn't beaten it yet. I'm working on it, but I just find that I found that last fucking boss fight incredibly disappointing. Because again, like everything else, 
it was really easy. Like, even going in there with, like, the fucking Yiga set, or the Shika set, just fucking all stealth. Yeah, it maxed out, but it still was not even close to, like, the max armor you could get. Ran in there and didn't really... I didn't have, like, any, like, big healing stuff. I didn't have any, like, real food prepared. I just had, like, raw shit. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, I still had enough to prepare, like, three meals. Oh, funny story. My uh, fiancé was trying to figure out how cooking works. Uh, right after the guy told her that she could cook food, and she burned to death. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Do do I just do I just hold the food over the fire?" Oh God, I'm burning! <laughs> That's amazing. Maybe I did it wrong that time. Let me try again. It was the it's the funniest fucking thing. That is amazing. Yeah, I I sat down and I explained to her how cooking worked, and she was like, "No, I looked it up online. I'm just I just feel stupid right now." <laughs> So I'm I'm gonna I'm done playing for right now. Uh, I'm gonna make a stew thing. by holding some meat and some vegetables in my hands on a fire. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love that visual. Just like, hey man, I think you're cooking wrong. Just the back of his hands burnt to shit. All of his fucking bones exposed. I'm good. I'll just do it in a minute. <laughs> You're bringing back painful memories of when I burned myself cooking. (laughs) (laughs) See how four stealth is bullshit, huh? So how about that four stealth? Uh, So after I beat uh, after I beat Legend of Zelda, um, I got the Korok seeds, cleared all the shrines. Didn't really feel like doing any of the DLC, so I went and tried that back in. Then bought Super Mario Odyssey. That game is all right. Just kind of all right. Just all right. Yep, just all right. Just all right, all right, all right. Good all right or bad all right? Kind of mediocre all right. It's It's not like some fucking big pile of shit or anything. But it's not the fucking godsend amazing game they've already been sucking off. Even with a hat that possesses people, the hat the hat thing is kind of cool. I I do like that. I do like that mechanic. Um, the whole like mind jacking thing, and that that works really well. It lets you do a little, lets you do a lot of like cool abilities and stuff. And all of them control really simply and really effectively and differently. Like like going from world to world, you never really find like two things that are exactly the same unless they are literally the same enemy. And yeah, I just really, I really liked using them. They, they were a lot of fun to, they're a lot of fun to like play around with. Uh, the boss fights they had were like incorporated. Those abilities were interesting and fun and not just standard Mario. Think of like, Hey, jump on their head three times. Like it is with the brutals who are supposedly the main antagonist outside Bowser. And Bowser is also just, Hey, hit him three times and you win. But, yeah, like the Mario stuff I found just really imprecise. I had a lot of problems with it. Uh, the motion controls are way too big a thing in this game. Like, every, every single ability you can use, you can then modify by fucking shaking the goddamn remote, like, the Joy-Cons. Which, in some cases, you kind of you have to do. 
Like, like when, it, when you throw the hat, you can like fucking shake the thing uh, to like change the direction of it as you're shaking it. I mean, as you're throwing it, uh, you can like shake the thing to do this whole like area of effect circle attack. Every ability you have as one of these little fucking creatures that you take over can be sh- can be changed by shaking. My favorite thing about Super Mario Odyssey is how pointless it is to collect all of the moons. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. This this thing this game is a collectathon in the worst fucking way possible. Um I watched a video where a guy was like, "I finally did it. I collected all 800 and some odd uh, moons." And the reward was I think the sail for their boat changed colors. And they got to fight Bowser again, I want to say. Yay! <laughs> and it can wasn't you control even a Bowser with fight. the hat? It was, uh, yes. it was the same fight. Oh, you can? So uh, yeah, you, yeah you, can, you can control Bowser with the hat, but only in the last level, when you're on the moon. Aww. Yeah, when you're on the moon, uh, you go you want to interrupt Bowser and uh, Peach's wedding. Uh, you can't control anything that's wearing a hat because their hat is their shield against your hat. Well, no, you th- they, then you throw your hat, which knocks their hat off. Yeah. But Bowser has a hat. So. Yeah, there's and an episode so, of and, yeah, and then af- and after you beat him the second time, you knock the hat off, off and control him. Like, the last fucking level is you controlling Bowser. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm saying, like, that's why you can't control him beforehand. Yes, he also has a hat. But it's not like a magic hat. Like, the magic hat, the uh, the second magic hat is actually the princess's fucking wedding tiara. Which Bowser is forcing to... Technically, Bowser's marrying the hat, not the princess. No, no, he's marrying the princess. The hat is just there. I thought the hat was controlling the princess. Nope. The hat and the princess are entirely separate beings. They have a Mario... They have a Mario Cappy relationship. Why the fuck did Bowser... Why the fuck did Princess need rescuing? Because Bowser took her, and the and the, and then the and the sister. No, but she has she has a cappy. Yeah, but she could cap- have escaped as a Goomba. Yeah, but if she did that, then there wouldn't be a game. Like here's the thing, like like Cappy's whole involvement in this is that he wants to rescue the girl hat, which I believe is his sister. The girl hat can leave whenever she wants. Like, literally, every time we see them, like, being fucking taken away, it's Bowser holding on to Peach, and then the girl hat follows. I'd just like to point out this entire thing with hats and brain control and not being able to brain control if there's a hat on them is oddly similar to an episode of Darkwing Duck I watched when I was very little. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Apparently, I broke Caveman. He went back to his cave. Uh, anyway, your, yeah, like so. That oh. is the stupidest. Ah, the collectathon thing is the worst aspect of this fucking game because so many of the things you have to collect are all behind all these different like skill challenge shit, which requires you to have like fucking pixel perfect timing on every single control they have, and the controls themselves, like I said, they aren't that great. Like, like one of the things you have to do is uh, get used to this dive jump thing where you, where like. Like, as you're going in for a ground pound, you gotta fucking, you gotta, like, hit a button to interrupt it, which then causes you to dive forward. And if you threw your hat earlier before that, which is, which is, which uses the same button you used to do the dive thing, then you can jump off the hat and get a little bit extra. 
Which I, it's, mm. I didn't like it. I didn't like that, that. I didn't like any of that. And the fact that there are 800 of these fucking moons. It is insanity. Well, at least they're not stars this time. Oh, yeah. Fucking moon to stars. It's the age of the danger. Technically, it's different. Technically. And that's the best kind of different. Shines. Same thing as stars. He's like, no, 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 no. You collect moons this game, not stars. Look at Zelda. Every Zelda game was technically different from last. That means you're different and changing. Even though they're all the same fucking game. I turned to Jello Apocalypse there for a second, and I'm sorry. Yeah. So what else you've been playing? So oh wait 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 about this wait, wait 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 wait. I have I have one critical question about the the hat. Yes. As it tur- so as it turns out, you've been playing as the hat the whole time, and Mario is just one of his slaves. Nope. He oh, okay. nope. uh, Mario met the hat at the beginning of the game. Okay. So it's not like Mind Jack then. No, not at all. Uh, okay. Mario up to this point, I guess I, if you if you are that one weirdo who cares about Mario canon. The Mario you've been playing as for the last umpteen bazillion years has been Mario Jumpman Mario, or whatever the fuck his name is. Okay. Uh, he does not have a last name, and it is not Jumpman. I thought it was, the, the thought it was cre- Mario Mario. The original creator confirmed that Mario has no last name, like Cher. I don't know about you, but I don't take I don't get my Mario information from such an unreliable source as the guy who made him. I get my information from Bob Hoskins. That's right. It's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Cuz they're brothers. Wait, no. Between the, between the two of them there are three Marios. Cuz he's his brother or wait, no, he's his father. Wait, no, he's uh he's a torture victim. He's that guy. Did you ever see? Did you ever see what happened? Like Luigi won Mario Tennis. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was Mario weird. stomps on his foot. Yeah, it's like sarc- sarcastically clapping in his face, and then like grinds his heel into his toes. Yeah, about that speed. <laughs> Seriously, if you haven't seen, like, I'm telling anyone who's listening to this, look up a YouTube video. Luigi wins Mario Tennis. It is, it is the weirdest <laughs> shit. <laughs> Mario is such a scumbag. Oh my god. Anyway, oh my god. yeah. So at the beginning of the game, Cappy is ac- Cappy was actually, I think, Bowser's uh, wedding hat, like like the like the top hat part of his tux. And, then, and like as they're fighting, he beats Mario. Like he knocks Mario off his airship and sends him falling down into hell or whatever. Okay. And then Cappy like grabs Mario's destroyed hat and follows after him. And they get down. So there, he, not- yeah. And then when they get down there, he turns into Mario's hat because Mario's you know hat what? is not his natural form. You know what I want? What's that? I want a game where your character's clothes get like legitimately damaged. And, like, if you don't actually bother taking care of them, you could wind up naked. I had some I had some examples up until you said the until you get naked. Yeah, that never happens. Never. Yeah. 
which doesn't make sense to me. My clothes are literally in ribbons. Why am I still dressed? Because then the game would have to be rated M. Yeah. I'm okay with that. For naked people. Yeah, but the people that make the games aren't. Other than Akiba Strip. Akiba Strip is one thing. But, like, fucking... It's a weird game. Wolverine... Okay, so, X-Men Origins Wolverine, the video game. I'll accept it's just in your underwear, but I want to see genuine clothing damage. If they're going to have realistic weapon decay, I want realistic clothing damage. Okay, so I mean, first the off, ba- the no Batman game Arkham has realistic games. weapon damage. Nothing about that. Dur- weapon durability oh, in games oh. isn't realistic. It's fucking bullshit. That's oh, true. I, it's know. Like, I fucking know. But, it's like six perfect hits and then broke. Yeah, but in something like, say, X-Men Origins Wolverine, the video game, as you get shot and take damage, your clothes actually do get destroyed. Except his pants. No, even his pants. Oh, really? Yeah, but then, but then, like, if if the damage was in such a way that it would either a leave you naked or b expose your dick, the clothes then heal up from your healing factor. Okay. Because again, that game is rated T fourteen, and you can't show dicks in a T rated game, especially then not when have it's have it be a, that they're wearing indestructible underwear. It's literally that simple. Wait, I mean, I guess so, they could do that. Wait, so... Th- <laughs> I accept that they won't let me see the character naked. I just want realistic clothing decay. Oh. People wonder why developers hate players. <laughs> I want realistic clothing decay, and I want realistic weapon decay. So that is to say that weapons don't break after a use. Or, failing that, just just say, fuck it, and don't destroy weapons or clothing. Because it's a that game. That is the other option. Like, fuck, man. Wait, wait, do, do you really want it? They get, like, in fucking something like Dishonored, you have to spend, like, a chunk of time getting materials you can fucking sharpen and maintain your blade? Gods, no. Alternatively, they could make it, like, Metal Gear Solid 2, where, like, you are naked, but, like... You're always covering yourself up as a result, and you can only you can only <laughs> that, that punch was a with great segment. you can only punch with like, one hand. I've, I've seen videos of that. That was a great segment. Or Metal Gear oh. Solid Three, where there's literally a phone com- where there's literally a Kodak conversation where you're talking to a guy saying, and Snake says, "Why can't I remove my pants?" And the guy's like, "Oh, Snake, you gross." And Snake's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like, no, Snake, I don't think so." Yeah, like the closest you, close you get to being naked in that is to take off everything except your pants. And then just, Snake just asks, why can't I remove my pants? Because. Why do you want to remove your- oh, Snake, you gross! <laughs> pants. Metal gear. Metal gear. I want to remove my slacks. I think I have a leech on my penis. Oh, okay. Too much information there, Snake. <laughs> yeah Mario I didn't like it very much the other Switch game I've been playing after I after I basically as far as I was concerned to beat Mario I went and traded it in and then got Xenoblade Chronicles 2 did you ever play Xenoblade Chronicles 1 fuck no well I did not own a when I did not own a Wii U long enough to be able to buy it. Oh, that's right, it was Wii U only. Only. Sigh. 
that game was doomed. At least over here in the West. I, don't, I, mean, I have no idea better. how well the Wii U did in Japan. I'm assuming not well because they, they discontinued it. Oh, yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. This game is really Scottish. <laughs> well, it makes sense. The first one was really British. Strangely. I, 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 made, I made that joke on, uh, I made that joke on uh, fucking Twitter, and... Somebody actually did explain to me. Well, everybody from this part of the re- everybody from this part of the world is you know is you know Scottish, but then there are other people who are like this and like this. I was like, yeah, okay, fucking. I didn't expect fucking straight away to have just oh the Scottish brag. Oh, it's nice to see a lot of. Yeah, there's one fucking character who is like, I don't remember the exact word, but he rolls his R so long. It's great to see a laddie. Oh, no, it's even worse. Like, oh, it's great to see a laddie. I, I can't roll my arm. Great. That's my one weakness when speaking foreign uh, dialects and accents. I can't roll my R's. I'm a Canadian. I've learned to roll my R's in everything because I have to, I have to do roll the room to win jokes. It's a Tim Hortons promotion. Where you roll the rim of your plastic, where you roll the rim of your paper coffee cup to potentially win more coffee, a lease on a car, a new TV, or some donuts. Roll the rim to win. That's interesting. Canada. In Canada. Yeah, so I never played that first game, so I didn't really know anything about the series going into it other than there's a big red sword. So I started playing this, and there is more going on than I thought. Like, even in the world, there's more going on than I thought. It is a Xeno game. Yeah, the Xenoblade games are redonkulous. This is my first Xenoblade game. It's like living, yeah. in, like living in the fog sea surrounding Yggdrasil. Everybody lives I'm, on the back or inside of fucking giant beasts that die one day along with everybody else on it. That's new. Yeah, that's that's, that the, whole, that's the whole point of this game is that everybody lives on the backs of Titans and the Titans are dying. That wasn't in the last game. Well, that's what it is in this game. You upset in the yeah, world. In, uh, the, in, the, in the last ones, the Titans were already dead, weren't they? I don't know. Well, uh, in this I, game, I, set in the world of fucking whatever they call it. It's all clouds. Everything is clouds. Clouds as far as the eye can see, except for the world tree. Humans, so, as such, live on the backs of titans. But there is a there is a myth, a legend, of a, of a supposed Eden on top of the world tree called something. I think it's Elysium. Yeah, Elysium makes sense. But yeah, it's Elysium, and it's up there. And a young scavenger by the name of Rex. Oh, he's just going to be rolling his R's this entire time. Oh, oh fuck yeah, I will. I have this skill for no other reason. That In that case, I rolled my S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that made no sense. Okay, so I have this it skill for like no other reason. reason. It sounded, you said Reaserin the first time, <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> okay, for no other reason. How's that? <laughs> better, better. Yeah. So Rex, I'm just I'm gonna okay, stop now. 
Rex has a Titan all to himself. A Titan he calls Gramps. And it's this a big, special boy. And it's this giant, big, old fucking thing that talks like he is fucking about one-fifth his size. Occasionally, the vo- occasionally his... An- <laughs> occasionally his fucking animation just, like, breaks. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so Rex, he's a scavenger. He goes down into the cloud sea, grabs shit, and then sells it. Uh, he has he goes to the, he goes to this like big fucking uh, place where people buy shit and the head of it is like yo I got a job for you dude and so he gets contracted along with a bunch of other scavengers by uh, some drivers and drivers if you played Xenoblade before pretty sure this is the same in all of them where drivers have blades drivers are people who use blades blades are fake things that have powers. Yes, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm still I, watching a Xenoblade, a, a Xenoblade, the original Xenoblade playthrough. I don't think so. so. I'm not sure. I'm okay, confused. so well, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, basically, there are these things called cores. When somebody touches a core, if they have if they have like a you know potential to become a become a driver, then the core will react and form a body around it. That body is then yeah, that that body is essentially just, it, it, well, that body then grows like a grows like an ego and like a conscious and then they become a living being. They're not oh, like, they're not like a all those real, characters I saw. Yeah, they're not like a real person, but they are like you know sentient and have their own like desires and stuff. But those desires are usually in line with their driver. And one of them is Cosmos from Zeno Saga. I think sure. You've never played Xenosaga, obviously. Nope. So they hire Rex and these dudes to go fucking raise a ship from the Cloud Sea. They do. Then the drivers try to kill everybody. Including Rex, which they succeed in. But luckily, Rex died in front of the best tits in the world. Then those tits summon okay. him into the then those tits summoned him into some dream version of Elysium where he Oh, it's then, one of those games. Yeah, where he then became the driver to the Aegis. A blade named Pyra. His breasts are just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> they are ridiculous. Man, then you go out into the world and try to fucking find get get to Elysium, get fucking pirate Elysium, and save the world, and also not die because a bunch of assholes are chasing you and trying to murder you. Yay! I think that really sucks about this game is. Uh, so you know how in like RPG stuff where they have like you know story beats where you need to like either win or lose a combat thing, and sometimes they like force you to lose so that the story yeah. can progress. Yeah, in this, in, in this it doesn't do that. In this, you win the fight and then lose it in a cutscene. Yeah, that happens a lot. I hate that. Oh, yeah, it's fucking terrible. Like, just I, play a fucking cutscene instead of making me waste resources on a fight that I can't win. Yeah, like, I went up and fucking fought this bitch. She was apparently like, oh, the strongest driver with the strongest blade in all the fucking empire. I whooped her ass. And then in the, and then the cutscene, I lost. But did it count as, like, an, a complete battle? Yeah, it yeah, like, it was a full health bar with everything. Well, I mean, do you get, like, experience in a drop from it? Yeah, yeah I do. Oh, okay. I mean, that's usually what it is. It's like, hey, well, it's, like, it's like, why did they bother with a fight? It's like, well, so you can get experience in the drop, but the story still says you have to lose. 
which is because stupid. Like, like, fuck. As a guy who is, as a guy who was a guy who was supposed to give out experience at points, I give you guys experience. I give my fucking players experience for running away from fights. Like, if that if that was how I wanted the story to go, and they're like, "Oh, we can't win this," then I say, "Hey, you survived the encounter." No, that's not how JRPGs work. No, it isn't. It is all right. We need you guys to get everything, so uh, they need to beat it, but they'll still lose because fuck them. I'm God. Ugh. Because there's not much of a game if you defeat the villain I will, it's I will, even half I over. I will say this. When you put an enemy that we're supposed to lose to, we just lose. <laughs> like, fucking Christ. I hate it when video games do that shit. Like, did did you lose-lose, or did you, did you beat her, and then, like, all of a sudden she's like, actually, I was just holding back, and then, like, she defeats you. No, I beat her, then I go to the oh, okay. cutscene, and I'm losing. Okay, because you, usually it's like, oh, you're, he's like, oh, that was pretty good. But actually, I was holding back. Now, in this, what it is, is like, like so when we first fought, I fought against uh, her blade, which is the strongest blade in the Empire, which is some fire bitch. So, we're fighting. She is not doing any damage to me, basically, at all. Because I have a healer up there who is doing real good. I'm also doing healing attacks. And so, yeah, I'm just fucking laying into, the, laying into this woman. And then her health bar drops to zero. It then goes to a cutscene... Where, where it then shows me being knocked down. on my ass and about to be set on fire by this lady. Mm-hmm. Until I am saved by a Furby. Oh, no. Because one of my main party members is a Furby. Oh. Uh, are those the, um... Uh, uh, what are they called? That Patapon fuckers, I don't know. Yeah, those things. Yeah, the ones who speak in, like, weird, semi-broken English. Me is Heropon! Yeah. Yeah, one of those guys is my one of those that that guy's my tank. <laughs> yeah, in uh, I th- I'm pretty sure it's the first game they like were testing builds with him. I know this because the person I'm watching t- talks about lore. Um, and like one of the builds, they just gave him too much health as a joke, <laughs> and everybody loved it, so they kept it. <laughs> yeah, uh, in in the game, in my game, uh, in Lens of Blade Two, uh, this guy, this one, um, I. I think his name's Toru. Yeah, Toru. Uh, when he tried to become a driver, but he didn't have any compatibility with the core, so he just built his own blade. Cool. That's awesome. Problem, problem solved. Yeah, and so now he's running around as a tank with a shield that like turns into a drill. And she's actually the weirdest one because with everybody, with every other uh, blade. They all upgrade and get new abilities and get better stuff all the exact same way using using just little little like a chips or something that you put into their equipment that then like augments their abilities and such or you put in or you put in like new cores into their weapon or something and then the weapon changes. With her, I have to go in and play a 8-bit style arcade game. I'm buying this game. Yeah, so I have to, I have to go to a, I have to go to an eight bit style arcade game, beat the game, which will then give me energy and other options to put into her. I then need to upgrade her um, energy potential. You have successfully sold this game to me. You need say no more. Yeah, this game is this game is kind of dense. And if you're into that, I think you will like this game. Like I'm liking this game. It's a lot. Of, it's I think it's a lot of fun. It is a it's like a it's an action RPG kind of thing, so it's all real time combat where you essentially just roll up to an enemy, 
You start auto attacking them. They start auto attacking you. You have, you have yeah. Like, that's one of my favorite things about the Xenoblade series is that you aren't mashing the X button. Yeah. To to fight. So yeah, you could literally just walk into an easy fight and then walk away while your characters beat it. Yeah, and and like you and like you have different equipment that uh, and stats that start pulling aggro from people. And there's actually a really easy way to like tell how who's pulling aggro because they have this fucking giant red circle around the points of the enemy that's angry at them. Which is actually really handy. Uh, so I just have Toru, the little tiny thing, have have him aggro everybody. And then I run around them stabbing in the butthole. Because there are certain attacks that do they give you they give you like damage bonuses when you attack them from the front side or back. Hell, like there are even some fighting styles where you or like special moves that you get that deal extra damage when you have more health. Cool. I That's another thing. Too many video games are like, hey, you're going to be always at low health, right? Let's give you a bunch of stuff for that. Give me stuff for when I'm at max. Yeah, and this does. <laughs> That's surprising. Usually it's like max health. No, nobody's max health for very long. Oh, no. And like, unless I go into a fight with somebody who's like super high over level than I am, then I'm usually at pretty high health. Because the healing in this game actually works as a, like, there, there's no like, it's not like you have healing potions or something. It is when you go into a fight. Uh, your healer and and if and you if you build in that way have special attacks that then make health drop out of enemies. Then the healer runs around and grabs them all, which heals the entire party. It's a really simple. It's a really like simple little thing, but it it actually works in like keeping things going. Like if I, if I'm low on health, I just have to just like pop off a cup. I just have to like pop off a fucking like hey, give me health thing, and then I'm good. And if somebody drops down, then I just run over and hit a button, and they're back up and ready to fight again. And the healer is going around doing all the other shit. It's kind of on her own and is doing a great goddamn job about it. Another kind of cool thing is uh, you, you. there's a flow chart for elemental damage super attacks. Okay. So every different blade has different elemental damage types. There is like the typical like fire, cold, ice, um, sorry, fire, ice, lightning, water, stone. I think like light and darkness or something, something like that. And basically, uh, as you're as you're doing as you're going into combat, when you do special moves, you charge up your super, and the super has four levels of charge. As how it works is uh, somebody does a level one water attack or something. And then it branches off into two different directions. You can then do a second water attack or do a stone attack, which then do different types of then like do have different like status effects in the enemy and then lead to different other things. So if you do a second water attack, you can then do a third water attack or an ice attack, which then unleashes this fucking third level fucking super massive attack. And all of them are just like quick time timing based. Which they're all pretty easy to do. And yeah, then, then you just pop them off and then just insane shit happens. Doing like fucking 20,000 damage to a goddamn squirrel or something. Cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the one, one of the other things aside from the just horse shit thing happening in fucking cutscenes and stuff is the open worlds themselves. They are very... It's all very mishmash. Like, usually when you go into these open world kind of games, 
you will have areas you can go to that are like leveled and scaled to you. And areas beyond that, which are like, hey, if you go there, you'll probably die. In this, it's all mashed together. In one field, I saw a level 7 monster, a level 27 monster, and a level 97 monster. I was level 11. Well, damn. Yeah, <laughs> and... And, like, you'd think with that there would be a system where you'd, like, oh, you could, like, sneak past them or whatever. Nope, you just run past them. And then if they trigger aggro, then you're fucked. Or you'd think, like, oh, only you can, like, only if you are, like, actively attacking something, then you get aggro. Nope, they will sometimes just fucking go straight for you. It's like, oh, well, if you get their patterns down, they can just do this. And, like, sometimes, but if you, unless you're going to be sitting there and watching specifically, all right, where is that, all right. I just got to wait for this thing to get in range to see to see what actually fucking level it is. All right, it's high enough level. I'm going to be like have, have you know have to keep track on it in this herd of five other ones of them. Who wants to have some fun? Not you. Yeah, and occasionally, just in combat, you'll just all of a sudden be all of a sudden your entire party will be dead because a level 88 came down from the mountaintop and just was like, "Hey, you're fighting, you're fighting something. I might as well fight you." Blap. Ugh. <laughs> It's really annoying, but the game is still. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still enjoying the game. It's got a decent art style to it. The voice acting is terrible enough that I find it entertaining. The best kind of VA that sounds about right. Yeah, it's kind of always the way you go with. It's kind of always the way I go with dubs. It is either it is either like good enough that I don't like it or bad enough that I do. No, because, like, when, when, like, the really good dubbing guys come in, they will, like, I'm pretty sure the only series that I can, like, watch dubbed and, like, say, hey, I enjoy this dubbed more than subbed is Beck Mongolian Chop Squad and Full Metal Alchemist. Every, oh, and also uh, Black Lagoon. Black Lagoon should never not be dubbed. Yeah. Everything else, like, everything else I try to watch dubbed, like, ghost stories. Yeah, the ghost story. Well, give a ghost story's sub was kind of yeah. I also don't not great. I don't really consider that the dub. I consider that more in a bridge. Yeah, yeah. It's still awesome though. It is still incredible. But like, like most series that I watch, I'm like, if I watch the dub, I'm like, yeah, this is all right. But it's so fucking stilted and weird trying to match the Japanese voice, trying to like the ma- match like the fucking Japanese lip flaps. That I might as well just watch it in Japanese. Or this is so laughably terrible that I can't stop watching it. That's kind of what this is. Just everybody out there with the fucking thick-ass Scottish brig. Or some other really terrible accent having basically no inflection in what they're saying or just being really awkward and terrible, but to a degree that I find entertaining. That I could sit down and go like, yes, I am enjoying this. This is fun. And I just go, I just might as well just listen to this fucking Japanese. Because I feel like if I did listen to a Japanese, it would be even more insufferable because like half the game's population is Furbies. Oh, dear. <laughs> yes, it would be. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to keep playing it. I'm only, I think, about like 11 hours in, so I still got some time. Yeah, given what I've heard about those games, you've probably got another 80 hours or yeah, so. Yeah, Zeno games last pretty long. And that's why I bought it, because I wanted a game that I would be able to invest a lot of time in and thus get a lot of playtime out of my Switch with. Anyway, moving on to other Nintendo things. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about with Switch, Caveman? Uh, I do. 
Okay, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I have two games that I would like to talk about. Okay. Um, You've already heard my feelings on uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, so I don't have to talk about that. So instead, I would like to talk about the other Mario game on the Switch. Mario Plus Rabbids? Yep. Oh, yeah, that weird XCOM thing. It is surprisingly fun. <laughs> the story shit. Like, the story sucks ass. Well, yeah, of course it's but a rabbit story. the game story. is surprisingly fun. Like, like outs- I am outside having, of, like, I am the, ha- outside of, like, Rabbids Go Home, there hasn't been a good rabbit story. Like, I am having an absolute blast with this game. And I highly recommend it to anyone who's, like, like into those tactical RPG-style games. However, it's still annoying. (laughs) Um, Specifically, there are some enemies, like I'm very early in the game, and there are some enemies that just hit like fucking trucks. And I'm just like, wow, there is no hope of killing you before you can kill one of my guys. I've got to be way more strategic. I thought this was a kid's game. Basically, I'm saying this game is hard, but not as hard as it could be. Like, I've played a lot of, like, tactical RPG kind of things. Because I've played XCOM, I've played, um... I've actually recently played some of the uh, Fire Emblem games and stuff like that. So I've learned a little bit about how to best lay out my soldiers on the battlefield. And I kind of went into this, like, I'll just be able to treat it as a joke. No. No, I'm actually having to take it somewhat seriously. Yeah. And I'm I'm rather shocked by that. (laughs) This isn't Super Robot Wars. You can't just let one unit kill everything for you. Um, but, yeah. Uh, my favorite character is Mario, because he's just kind of going at it with a... Okay, I guess we're doing this now. Feel like that's how he feels when I'm playing him. It doesn't feel like he's like he's like, yeah, this makes sense. It's like, yeah, I have to go save people. I guess I'll take these rabbit mutants. (laughs) Um, hey, Peach. Oh, crap. Rabbit Peach. Uh, She's taking selfies. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, I the story fucking, sucks. and I just fucking and I just fucking found out the gameplay is where it's at. I just found out that Rabbids Go Home is on PC, and I can't fucking find it. <laughs> what? Rabbids Go Home was a game that was released on Wii uh, back in like 2008, and it was a fucking great game, hell of a lot of fun. And I played through it all, and I was like, "Yeah, this is great. It's about it's about rabbits, but the rabbits are like going around to different locations, destroying all of their shit and stealing it in a shopping cart to try to build a tower back to the moon." Okay. And yeah, like, and every level you go, every level you go into it, and, you, and there's like this one big thing you got to get, like a fucking mattress or a nuclear reactor or like a fridge. And then you're just running around, breaking all their shit, throwing it in the shopping cart, fucking ripping all the clothes off of fucking exterminators and sending them away. And then, and then, yeah, you just got to go find the thing and then go back into the sewers by, by, by dumping all your shit into a toilet. Trying to build a tower to go home. And it was fucking okay. great. It was amazing. But, yeah. Um, 
This game doesn't have a toilet, but it does have a washing machine. And I think, actually, no, there is a toilet. I'm, I'm speaking out my ass. There is a toilet. Um, I don't know what purpose it serves, but there is a toilet. Weird-ass game. It's just there. And now Just, just to acknowledge that, that there are toilets in the world. And now I'm sincerely considering buying a Wii U again so I can play that game again. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? So you shouldn't have sold it in the first place. What I had, I had one game for it that I was never gonna beat because it was a fucking three D Zelda game. Mm, there you go. So what I need to do is need to buy a game that I will definitely beat for in like a day and a half, and return it for and get full money back. Is that your plan? And return it for pizza money. It's not pizza money. It's food money that is coincidentally for pizzas. And I mean, and I mean the number four, not the word four. Yeah, what's a Wii U cost now? Like twelve bucks? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, the fi- the last game I want to talk about is this is going to be a short one. I know my review is being short. It's almost like I don't belong on this site. <laughs> you can leave whatever you want, man. I'm making jokes. <laughs> I rather enjoy hanging out with my friends. <laughs> I'm a shut-in. It gets lonely. Um, but no. Uh, the last game that I want to talk about on the Switch, I have other games that I want to talk about, uh, is Super Bomberman. I've heard that game shit. I, I bought it to play with my friends, and no one wants to play. <laughs> <sighs> Anything else to say about it? Uh, it's Super Bomberman. Like, it, it, it's, it's a fucking Bomberman game. The controls are kinda lame, because it's the Switch. And, like, if you're playing by yourself, they're okay. But if you've got, like, multiple people, and you've gotta use individual Joy-Cons, it's kinda frustrating. And there is actually one last Switch game that I wanna talk about. I forgot that I owned it, because I own it for the PS4 as well. Um, Dragon Quest Builders. It's Dragon Quest Builders on a Switch. There you go. If you enjoyed the game but want to play it while you poop, you can get it on the Switch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know why it was re-released on the Switch, really. I don't even... My my wife was like, hey, we should get this one. And I was like, okay, you love that game, so maybe you'll actually beat it instead of turning to me and asking me to beat it for you. What game is this again? Dragon Quest Builders. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Not Dragon Quest Builders. I love that game. <laughs> but I played it on the PS4, so... Okay, I don't need it, it the Switch. reason it was really released on the Switch was because money? Eh, because, dra- because Dragon Quest is like the Holy Grail in Japan. Yeah, so... Right. Like th- they're not allowed to release games on weekdays because people will take off work to play it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Same thing with the uh, Yokai Watch. Really? Yeah, Yokai Watch. They had to, they released that game on not a weekday because kids would actually like skip school to go play it. All right, well, uh, that's my uh, that's my uh, two cents on the Switch. When's you when's a new Yokai Watch game coming out? Probably I don't know, never. but I look forward to it. I love the first two. Yeah, Yokai Watch I, one and two are great. I don't know if it's going to. I think its popularity is starting to die out. And from what that I heard, sucks. yeah, that's unfortunate. 
Uh, there is a Yokai Watch Three released. It's out there. It's just a matter of like if it actually if it actually will be popular enough to be released over here. Yeah, like the original like the original Yokai Watch was released in Japan two years before it came out over here. Shit, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. So if Yokai Watch 3 does end up coming over here, it might be this year because the other game was released two years ago. Yeah, it seems to be the thing, like two years and like a month. Takes a while. So like end of this year, beginning of next year, we might see Yokai Watch 3. Oh, oh, it was re- it was released like two years ago. Yeah, well, Yokai Watch Three released July twenty sixth. Sorry, July twenty sixteen. Let me just read the description of this. So, Yokai Watch Three: Sushi and Tempura uh, features two main characters play at the same time. Uh, Nate and Haley. Uh, the first half of the game has Nate and his family moving to the United States uh, to the fictional town of Saint Petersburg, where new American themed quote-unquote American yokai can be found. The other half of the game focuses on Haley and her partner yokai Usapion, who run a detective agency together. Third version of the game was released December 2016. God, I love these games. I they're like I'm going to go back and replay Yokai Watch 2. Just because I haven't played it in a while now, because you got me thinking about and it. And Usapion is actually USAPion. Oh, that's 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 terrible. Wow. Just wow. Ugh. Yeah, and they released like fucking three like five versions of fucking Yokai Watch 2. See, I only played one of them. I gotta get busy playing the others. Do you really need to play more than one version? Uh, maybe. Have you never played Pokemon? I've I've never gotten Wait, more than... Is this what it's like to play Pokemon? I've never gotten more than one of the um, ones per season. Or per... Um, what do you call it? Uh, per, per, per generation. Per generation. Yes, I don't know why that escaped me. I don't know why that is, word escaped me. Yes, I only get one per generation, unless it's a re-release. Like a enhanced third version. But no, I've never gotten both versions. That seems silly. You gotta play the original version, and then you gotta play the the re-release that's actually the complete version containing all everything from both regions and some extra shit. They haven't done that in a while, have they? No, they haven't, and I'm really furious. And I didn't play Gen 5. I just skipped out on it for some reason. Okay, so Yokai Watch 2 Psychic Specters, the third later released version, because when Yokai Watch 2 came out, it released uh, fleshy, or at least bony spirits of fleshy souls at the same time. Yeah. It adds. Which one do I have? It adds an Oni Blasters mode, uh, allowing four players uh, to each choose a Yokai and fight against Oni Yokai. Uh, an exclusive new quest. Exclusive new quests to the game. Um, 19 new types of yokai as well as new bosses. And yokai of the Wicked Tribe can be befriended. I've got bony spirits. I, I think i got fleshy souls. <gasps> we can trade! Uh, well, no, that was that was back like in, in 2015. I'm joking. I'm joking, dead man. I'm joking. 
I got bony spirits because I preferred the exclusives. Fuck, we're going to end up buying psychic specters, aren't I? Yeah, you are. Fuck. You probably are. Son of a bitch. Anyway, go ahead. Continue. (laughs) Um, well... I hope they. I hope they're going to release the new Yokai on the Switch. That'd be. Oh man, they won't. Probably, it's a 3DS game. No, no, no. They are. You know why they are? Why? Because 3DS is going to be done soon. They're they're releasing the next uh, Phoenix Wright and Pokemon on Switch, which pretty much means the end of. They've confirmed Handheld the game. next Pokemon is coming out on the Switch. I'm pretty sure they've have yeah a while ago. Yay. That, that, well, that's why everyone's like, well, I guess 3DS is, de- is done then. All it has to look forward to is Persona Q2. The 3DS will apparently be supported until the end of 2018. Yeah, that's about it. Wow. That's... Oh, wait, no. An article was released recently. Uh, sorry, th- not an article. A Nintendo Direct was released uh, this month that extended the 3DS's life cycle to 2019. There will be a Luigi's Mansion remake, um, new WarioWare game, and Bowser's Inside Story. But after that, it's all Switch, and then they're probably just going to... Uh, there will also be... Uh... They're re-releasing Bowser's Inside Story! Yep. And they're also, ah! do- they're also doing, the, uh, they're also doing a, a new game in the, I think, the Dylan's Rolling Western series. What the hell's that? Uh, it's actually a pretty. It's apparently a underrated and kind of beloved uh, series about a uh, like 3ds series about an armadillo cowboy. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but yeah, like the 3ds is still a huge market for them. According to GameIndustry.biz, it is currently almost the 3DS uh, fan base thing is almost five times the market of the Switch. You know what I'm really hoping for to get released on the Switch? Hey, what's that? Pokemon Snap (laughs) 2. Never. 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 I want it. No. Never. I want it. No. Never. I need it. I need it. They're precious. <laughs> anyway. <coughs> Nothing else to say about that about the fucking thing? Wait, what, no, were, no, what were we talking about? about? about the switch. We were talking about the switch. Did we finish I talking about the switch? Else that I want to add. I have nothing I want to add about it. So okay then. Uh, no, not really. I have a 3DS game to talk ha- about. I don't even have a Switch, so. Well, what 3DS game do you have to talk about? Devil Survivor Two. All right, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've been, pl- I've been playing that a lot more recently. Took taking a break from the uh, Ace Attorneys. Which I do actually have something to talk about with those, but I'll talk about that after I talk about fucking Devil Survivor 2. So I'm playing this. I have not had great luck with the non-Persona Shin Megami Tensei games. They're hard. Well, also more on the fact that I just kind of don't like them. 
Heretic. Heretic. You know, it's like, they're not Persona, and Persona is, like, so much of what I fucking love in JRPGs. I'm just like, clearly eh. you've never Clearly, you've never played Nocturne, then. I thought, I had a feeling that it was coming. I saw a fucking, I, there was an honest trailer for goddamn Persona, and one of the jokes in it was, get off my back, Shin Megami Tensei Nurse, whenever I can play Nocturne. That's right. Well, I never played Nocturne, because fuck you. You should. It's one of the best SMT games around. zippity doo it pretty much gave us. It pretty much gave us the engine that they made all the other PS2 games on, including Personas Three and Four. Okay. My, oh my, what a wonderful day. So anyway, with this, uh, Devil Survivor Two. Never played Devil Survivor. Never played Devil Survivor One. What, Alex? I was gonna say I have, but. <laughs> you probably figure that. I'm pretty sure I've, I've talked about it on this cast before. Yeah, probably. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I started playing this, and I'm liking it so far. Not as much as Personas 4 and 5, obviously. I mean, it's probably the closest to Persona you're going to get from an SMT game. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, it's like it's you're, you're building your party up of other fucking 12-year-olds, high school students, forming social links, fusing demons. Using your it's cell phones. Also, yeah, it's just also a strategy RPG instead yeah, of a Yeah, RPG. just also a tactical RPG with a time mechanic in it. Yes. I did not know that when I first played it. I did not know that playing it now and lost my lost one of my potential party members. Oh, no, you didn't save them. No, I did not. You monster. Who I did, did you lose? Uh, the asshole that first shows up when you reach Osaka. Oh, well, I mean, it's no big loss, but still, <laughs> yeah. you should probably save everyone. I'm trying, okay? I had to argue with a, I had to argue with a street-side gangster about the price of bottled water. <laughs> but yeah, so, in the game, you are a dude. In my case, his name is Francis McDermott. Okay. Star of, yeah, Star of Screen, like in Fargo, and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I'm pretty sure you just won an Oscar for that. But anyway, yeah, so you're hanging out, then your, then your buddy Daichi comes up and says, Yo, you want to see something fucking ill, fellow teen? Here's this website that shows you people dying. So you sign up for it. You're given a choice of choosing your guide. I, being an idiot, chose the girl. Because she's just, like, so so fun and talking to. I like hearing her talk. Her voice isn't all grating. The guy isn't much better. Sorry to say. Yeah, so then... Yeah, so then, just basically, it is... It's the, it's the Midnight Channel. The website is the Midnight Channel. Basically, just... You see it, and it shows you things to come, or supposedly things to come. Uh, in this case, it shows you whenever somebody you're, whenever somebody you could potentially be friends with is about to die. It shows you how they will die and at what time. So when things start off, it shows you um, and the two, uh, your best friend and the girl that your best friend is into. Uh, as all three of you die as a subway car crashes through and kills you all. Then that happens. But luckily, you don't die, as you then get the ability to summon demons. Then you get wrapped up in the government organization with the dumbest name ever. 
that every time uh, I, yes. every time I hear it sounds like a racial slur. Say it, gyps. Yep. And what's even dumber is how it's spelled. It's J P apostrophe S. No, sorry. Let, let me let me clarify. Capital J, capital P, apostrophe, lowercase s. What does it mean? Fuck if I know. Yeah, so then you get joined to this organization and you go out into the world and fucking fight demons and shit. Because all of Japan was destroyed by something that nobody really knows about. And it's up to Gyps to find out what it was and protect as many people as possible. You're going from area to area in different in different prefectures in Japan, fighting demons, saving people, figuring out what the fuck's happening, consoling your friends who are having nervous breakdowns because, oh, God, we're teenagers trying to save the world. Oh, God, the demons are here. The demons are coming. Yeah. Yeah, so far it's been fun. Uh, the gameplay of it is it is a grid-based, turn-based strategy RPG. So you so you you set up you set up with a uh, you send in four members of your team at once and each team member has two demons they go into combat with. Uh the demons like in every SMT game they have their own elemental affinities and weaknesses. Uh when you're not in when you're not in direct combat, uh you have certain abilities you can do like uh, you can heal yourself outside of combat, you can apply boost to yourself as well as debuffs to your enemies, making them move slower, making them like be shittier. Then you go into combat with them, and it is combat. It's RPG combat. You choose the you choose the attack, and then animation happens, and it then happens. Not exactly a lot of animation either, like most nope. handheld SMTs. Sadly, yep, it is a still image of the guy you're fighting that then moves around a bit. Not like not like oh, animate yeah. moves around. It is the still image shakes a bit. Not like Nocturne and the Persona games. Yeah. This is more. Uh, this is more like visual novel elements than RPG elements. This is, this is more. We can't use the. We can't use the PS2 engine, so you lose. Yeah, 3DS kind of. Yeah, the 3DS's hardware isn't good enough. So here you go. Here's yeah. a picture. It's okay. Now that Persona Five is out, I'm sure we'll be seeing those 3D HD assets used in lots of games. Oh yeah, totally. Whenever, whenever SMT Five finally comes out. Totally. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of liking it. I like I'm liking the um like the more strategy based elements to it as opposed to just the regular go in and spam spam abilities till you find a weakness then never stop spamming that weakness. Um, Persona. I'm, yeah, I'm liking building. I'm liking building teams. I'm liking. I'm, I'm liking like seeing all the different stuff. Uh, there's actually an auction system to get new demons. Yep. That like, was in the first one too. Yeah, just on your cell phone, you just have like a thing. You just go in and just buy demons with money, which is weird, like incredibly weird. And what's, what's even weirder is it is a it is a currency that is only that only exists because of demons. Like in the game, they mention yen, but you're not earning yen from fights. You're earning maka. Yep. Demons don't want yen. So yeah, just dudes explode, pocket change drops out like it's fucking Scott Pilgrim, and you guys just pocketing it, just like, yeah, I need this later. Like, before the demon thing opened up, I had like fucking 5,000 Maka. 
No idea how I got that. Just, I have it. Surprise. Yes, how combat works is it is uh, 3v3. Uh, your demons on your side, and then you in the center as the leader. Uh, with the with your human players, uh, you can... Any, any, like, any spells or abilities that your demons have, you can then apply to your players. So this is right now, I kind of have it stretched out where I have one person working as a healer, and then everybody else has like an elemental focus. Uh, with my guy being electricity. So, yeah, as, as you do that, uh, and then you go and then you go up and fight. Um, they're list. They're they're like represented on the battle map as a single target. They go in and it's three of them. And if you take out the leader, the guy in the center first, then you win automatically, and that target is destroyed. If you take out the ones on either side of them, and then the leader, then you get more XP and stuff. And so it's a matter of do you want to get through this quickly, or do you want to get more stuff? Unless I'm going for skill cracks, I'm usually going for, I want to finish this quickly, because I am going to die. Because as far as I can tell, the only way to really regain HP in the middle of combat is Dia and other healing spells. And if you don't have any, if you run out of MP, then you're fucked. Because there is no way that I've been able to find to regain MP in the middle of combat. There are no items. It's just, you have what you have when you go in, and if you run out, you're fucked. Which for some characters, like my fucking lady I set up as the healer, that's fine. Because she is incredibly strong in just physical combat. And her persona and her demons that I gave her are all physical combat based. So having her have no mana is fine. But my other dudes, fairly heavily magic focused. So yeah. Have a problem. That's fine. Yeah, it's you'll fine. get the strong. You'll get the strong demons as you level up, and then you'll fuse them into stronger demons. That's usually how it works. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been fusing a lot, making new friends who all expect me to pay them. Hey, pay me. Like that's everything. Like you win the auction, you pay you pay your fee of what you owe for actually buying the demon, and the demon asks for more money on top. Like a retainer or something. It's like, hey, I know you purchased me for like 500 maca. How about you just give me like another 50? Like, come on, Bubby. I, I just, I need one more hit. Come on. Come on. Hey, man, my landlord's on my ass. I need to pay rent. <coughs> just, I'm not doing that just voice. Just touch, please. Yeah. Ugh. Or I got to find so a way to day- do it. It's not like so like throat centric. So what day are you on? Uh, I am on the second day. Oh wow, you still got a while to go. Yeah, I am. On, I'm on the second day. Um, it's about uh, six p.m. And then yeah. So yeah, when when you get a death message, you should probably like do something about that. Oh no, I fucking as tried. Soon as, the thing was, as I soon didn't as you know can. where I was going. Oh. I literally didn't find out the name of the location I was meant to go to until after the time had passed for me to save him. Yay, that's poor, fun. Poor that guy. Yeah, poor eyebrowless fuck. That's alright, I don't think he's too critical to the story. <laughs> Ugh. If it makes you feel any better, he died in the anime adaptation, too. Oh, <laughs> So you're going according to canon. Yeah, totally. I mean, yes, that's what I meant to do. 
Canada is very important to me. You have seen many times how we care about the canon, like with the Marios. Yeah. Not canon. Not canon. Anyway. Yeah, so I'm going to play more of that. I'm not very far in. I, like I said, I'm like near the end of the second day, so I still have a ways to go because it is a Shin Megami Tensei game. Oh, yeah. just wait. Yeah, so far I'm enjoying it. I've died twice. And I'm playing on the Blessed difficulty. Which is to say, easy mode. Yeah, how did you, what did you die from? The main character going down or? Yes. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Yeah, just, oh, your main character's down, even though you're controlling everybody else. If he's down, everybody just goes into a catatonic state and shits themselves. You can't go without them. It's not like you have literally abilities to revive people from the dead. Any hoozle. Uh, moving on, uh, I got some PlayStation stuff. Uh, I played Mighty Number no. 9 for five minutes. Mm, How good was it? You need. Was it totally worth the wait? I played it for five minutes. Is KJ Inafune now your god? I played it for five minutes. I Are you going to start I got donating fr- so they can make the cartoons and all the other spinoff stuff they wanted to make? I got it for free, and I still feel like I paid too much. It is amazing how bad this game is. You paid with your soul. Like it, it, it's not even bad in like this like super out there like ride to hell kind of way where everything is like super glitchy. Like things work. It's just they don't. It's the things that work don't aren't good. It all feels like super fucking weird and jerky and shit. It looks like just garbage. Like the art style. The Mega Man game for the PSP looked better than this does. That's uh, hey, that game wasn't too bad. No, it was a good game. It was it was just the, it was just Mega Man One, but you know with a different art style. And you could play as other characters. Yeah, and, and it was fun. It was fucking I fucking love that game. And now I really want to buy a PSP again. Fuck. Never should have got rid of your PSP. No, I shouldn't have. I'm just right. I'm sure you can find other ways to play PSP games. Not, wink, wink. Not very well, because wink, wink. Y- yar, yar. Yeah, I know. I've, I know. I've, I've talked. I've talked on this show about doing that. Oh. Where like the only way I was able to find to play it resulted in resulted in that whenever I tried to move forward, the game locked up for a second and then kept going. And whenever I tried to switch screens, it also locked up for a second and then kept going. That's weird. Mine works fine. I mean, it would if I totally did that kind of stuff. Yeah, mine are a nice piece of shit. But again, that's not a piece of shit, but I'm not playing the best version of it because the only way, the way I had to play it doesn't work is Psychonauts. Oh, that game is so awesome. Yes, it is. I got it on PS4 for $3. Because it, it was a PS Plus deal. And I was like, fucking sick. I got three bucks. So I own the game on PC. I have it on Steam. But whenever I try to play it, it crashes at launch and I can't figure out how to fix it. And also, just like playing with mouse and keyboard seems like the worst way to play it. So I couldn't really get a chance to I couldn't really get a chance to play it for a while. Then it came out on PS4, and then it was three dollars. So I picked it up, and that game is still a hell of a lot of fun. It's got a the story is still great. The music, the art style, the ensemble cast is still all fucking fantastic. 
Raz is still the best. Uh, they didn't, there wasn't a whole lot of, like effort put into like the actual like uprising of it because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure with all these like PS2 on PS4 games, it's just they took the PS2 game and made it run at 1080p on the system. Yeah, they didn't upgrade the textures or anything, so it's still like no, so still no, like they fu- didn't. so it's still like SD textures on HD HD fucking graphics quality stuff. So it looks real fucking grungy. All the cutscenes are like are like fucking overscanned and still compressed to hell. But the game is still just fun to play. It controls well. Art style. If it if it was in modern graphics, it would still look fucking great. The game is just still fucking good. Psychonauts 2 coming out at some point. Their fig succeeded, so. Yeah. Anyway, Caveman. Well, I finally beat Persona, so I can finally talk about the ending. Oh, jeez. It only took you a year. Yeah, I read on the ending that the final boss is bullshit, so I I just I stopped, and then I started again. And Yoshitsune! Awesome. He makes everything easy. <laughs> eh. I will get them eventually. <laughs> like, seriously, like, I think the last thing that I did in Persona was spend almost all of my money to, um, like, like, get a bunch of shit that I shouldn't be, have access to. So what did you beat the game with? Uh, I haven't, I haven't beaten it on my second playthrough yet. No, no, I mean the first one. Uh, like shit that you can get normally. So you didn't use any of the final personas? Nope. That's <laughs> unfortunate. Nope. Didn't use any of them. Um, I'm planning on doing that this playthrough. So you probably should have. Like, I didn't have much trouble with the final boss. I was probably overleveled for it. So, like, I don't know. I I really wish that I had um oh fuck really wish you had what as everybody everybody, as everybody starts typing at once um sorry I wish I I wish I had had some of the final personas because I'm like the that would have been really fun but oh god oh like, god this is oh man I can't wait what talk about Persona Five I remember that there's a dancing game coming yeah oh yeah. <laughs> That's coming out in, in May. May. Both of them are. I'm probably going to end up buying both of them. <laughs> okay. Well, they come out in May in Japan. They're still going to have to wait a while. Yeah, I know. But still, they're coming out. I want them. I need them. I just want them to be out so they can start talking about Q2. I need them. Okay, dead man. Oh, I have stuff to talk about that later, but we'll wait until news. Keep it in your pants. Never. This is my website. I'll whip my dick out if I want to. I thought you Still were haven't been able to find my pants. <laughs> I love that. That's so stupid that I get a laugh out of it every time. Because I know it's not. He's. I know he's not laughing because it's funny. He's laughing because he doesn't think it's funny. And just I'm not laughing at all. I'm totally stone faced. Well, no one asked you. 
Yeah, fucker. Well, you should. Oh, man. And then fucking sort of force coming out in the PS. Sort of four dancing all night. On the PS4, maybe. Over here, maybe. My favorite persona currently is my Ame no Uzume because she's the one who got me all my money. <laughs> oh, did you use Mentos the Mentos confusion. Did you use the confusion trick? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> and then I spent it all. I, I, I literally had 3 million yen at one point, and now I'm back down to 1 million. And I had it all at one point. I had to go spend it all on fucking replica guns. No, I spend it on uh, black Kogatanas and model pistols. Yeah, replica guns. No, they're the ones that you can fuse with your persona to make into special weapons. I'm going to fuse disaster to my Seki with a fucking pistol. And here's a super ego with a gun. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, I also finally played the fourth episode of, uh, the Dot Hack Quadrilogy. Oh, it's about time. The Dot Hack GU thing. Yeah. Which I, I, I stopped playing that because I lost all of my save data after six hours of befriending everyone. Too so, bad. Uh, yeah. So how was the extra chapter? Uh, it was like the Mass Effect 3 DLC, uh, the Citadel. <laughs> so just, so, so just like, seriously, it was just, it was just like the, hey, this is the ending that everybody wanted to the game. Except, except it's actually the ending in the, at this point. Yeah, not, that's you know, true. And not just that like, is- hey, this is like, hey, hope you had fun. Now go back to the real story. Yeah. No, it was great, and at first I did not like the final form. But I slowly fell in love with it. Because it's really powerful. (laughs) So after that, you can't use any of your regular weapons anymore, right? No, you cannot, and I was very unhappy with that, because I was like, But, but, guns! And then it turns out that your sword is like a chain gun. I'm dead serious. You finish every every combo with jump back, hold sword out, and it shoots its blades out. Okay, I'm actually just going to ask: Does the sword shoot swords? No, it shoots uh, pieces of its blade. Like its blade is eight segments for the eight phases. Be a short chain gun. Okay, gun. Fine, whatever. Automatic pistol. But I'm just saying, like, most guns, most chains is like, but that one would be like, Brr. Well, it, see, it seems to, like, fire them each multiple times. So I'm not quite sure what's going on. I've, I didn't, like, I didn't spend, like, my Twilight time bracelet, son. super intently. Hmm? Twilight bracelet, son. Doesn't need to make sense. <laughs> True. It's magic. We don't have to explain it. Also true. <laughs> magnets. How do they work? And iron fields. Probably magnets. No, there's like there's like an electron field moving from one side of it to the other. But yeah, I saw um, it once. I love the dot hack games. 
I I enjoyed the original ones, and Dot Hack GU is one of my favorite. Um, like, it's one of my favorite game series. So, how much Alcade pandering was there in the final chapter? Um, a little bit. No, no, it wasn't as bad as I kind of expected. Oh yeah, so it's like, hey, this this minor character is somehow more popular than everyone else but the lead. Well, we better do more with her. Well, my big thing with um. My big thing with um Alcade was she was what actually made me interested in the quest. Cause fuck Shino. But Shino's important if you watch Roots beforehand and you're supposed to I didn't to. watch Roots beforehand. You're supposed to. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna say to that. <laughs> it can go fuck itself. I don't care about fucking roots. But I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to play Nocturne. <laughs> you should. It's a good game. I, I should be able to get all the story I need from the fucking games. Thank you. Uh, good day, sir. I'm pretty sure Dot Hack was deliberately designed so that like you I said good day, do that. Sir. I mean, the entire point of the first thing is like, let's I make something that, said that has a novel, a show, day. and a game. And you have to watch them all together. I mean, I guess technically you don't. What about Good Day? Do you not understand? I mean, Dot Hack Sign, I guess, wasn't that critical to the first trilogy. Jesus Christ, dude. Four games. Hey, you're like ignoring the whole entire point of the Dot Hack media. C- whatever the they call it. The TV series sucks! <laughs> Several of them are too boring to be watched. There's only three of them. Yes! I think. I know. Several of them are too boring to be watched. You might as well say all of them. Nah, I think one of them was good. It's not the one with the the brother and sister, is it? I don't remember. Oh god, that one is so fucking weird. Oh god. There's yes. there's an episode where a program makes a sister want to fuck her brother. Yes, 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 yes. We all remember that one. Bow chicka bow wow. And the story no. is that if you die in the game, then an AI program hypnotizes your body into thinking it died. I mean that's that's how that's how I mean that's how it usually works, isn't it? No, usually it's like, hey, we got fucking microwaves or some shit, or like magic happens or whatever. It's not fucking like, oh yeah, we hypnotized your brain. Like that's not how they hypnosis never, works. They never really explained in the first series why you fall comatose. You just did. It was supposed to be that your connection to the character was so intense oh. that you know. I mean, at least in GU, they're like, yeah, this weird. cyber virus thing infects you in in real time. I don't know. It's all fucking smallpox or whatever. Something like that. Tuberculosis. Did you know that that was actually like the original like thing with the ring? Sorry, with a with a not the ring. uh, Oh, the ring. Yeah, that was the ring. Yes, it was. Yeah, the original story for the ring is that some girl was at like tubercu- at a tuberculosis clinic, and then she got murdered there. So then her soul possessed tuberculosis. And if you watch the video, you catch it, and that's what kills you. Yes. Yeah, and if and if you watch it while you're ovulating, you give birth to the person. That's a new one. Yeah, that, that was one of the stories. It was I think about the ring birthday. Yeah, one of the the assistant of one of the characters from the original story. 
she watched the tape, disappeared, got pregnant, and in the, and over the course of seven days, she came to term, gave birth to a baby, and that baby grew to, grew to the full adult size Sadako in seven days. Japan is weird. Really is. Yeah, so, if you guys missed the Anything cast... <laughs> hey, we're staying kind of on topic. The Ring. Yeah, he me- he mentioned, like, yo, fucking diseases or whatever. Or like, we're, we're cyber talking, dis- yeah, we were talking cyber about, disease. talking about, like, cyber shit killing you, and that's The Ring. So, the final thing I want to touch on VHS tapes is, are cyber, right? Uh, God, I want to punch you. <laughs> The final thing I want to touch on is Fallout 4 Survival Mode. Eh. Are you insane? Why would you do that to yourself? Eh. Did you play Nocturne first? Eh. Hey, seriously! <laughs> it's... It's... it. You die more? Which just make Like, it's just a more annoying version of the regular game. Man, but we, it's not that much harder. If this podcast is more popular, we'll be getting so much hate. What? If this podcast is more popular, we'll be getting so much hate. Yeah. Our one Patreon is going to, like, you know, leave now. The, the thing is, I fucking love Fallout 4. But I didn't touch it for a year. Because? Because ultimately, it's kind of boring. Don't say that too loudly. Yeah, don't say that too loudly, man. Rooster Teeth will attack us. They'll make a sponsored. They'll make a sponsored by Fallout Four podcast telling us we're dog shit. Then we'll get more attention. <laughs> I don't see the problem. I'm always but afraid. No. I'm always afraid when people with like a larger fan base attack us because like when that happened to Giant Bomb, Giant Bomb had an equally large fan base that they were able to like you know fucking. Whatever with. We don't. It's okay. No one will absolute, defend us. Absolute absolute zero will defend us. Yeah, the one guy will be like, hey, come on, guys, shut up. I'll be banned <laughs> Thanks, from the forum. Thanks, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, absolute zero for becoming a patron. For having our back. Our, our one friend. Our one Patreon. Oh. If you'd like to join absolute zero, you can join us over at patreon.com slash prods. Also, if you want to tell us to fuck off, well, you can just do that in the comments. Or go to patreon.com to prods and pay one dollar to tell us in person. <laughs> well, not in person, but like over Discord. Yeah. I promise if you if you if you become a patron to tell me off for my dislike of Fallout 4 survival mode and overall opinions on video games, I might get on just to listen to you. I might get off listening to you. <laughs> Oh, I'll definitely get off. But I might get on. <laughs> Word. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Neither do I. Fallout 4 survival mode. Anything else to say about it? Uh, no. Alright then. Anything else been playing then? Uh, that's really about it. Like, mainlining Persona and... Struggling through Fallout 4. That's about it. Hey, cool. Alex. 
Oh, speaking of Persona, I went back to uh, Persona 3 Fez. Oh. Specifically, specifically uh, well, while, while I did play the main story a bit, I also went back to the answer, because I haven't played the answer in a very long time. And then I remembered why I didn't play the answer in a very long time. Because it's just wrong. Man, I, also never finished, I don't know if I ever finished Persona 3 on my PSP. Oh, well, <laughs> you should because I mean the P- the PSP version is like all the all the good pl- all the good pluses of the Fez version without the answer, and also like you know without the gra- it's, it's all visual novel style graphics, but whatever. Yeah, it's the, fine. Pers- the the Persona Three graphics weren't exactly that amazing. You know, there's one thing that per- playing Persona Five has done for me though. And what's what? that? It's made me miss my D and D cat. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, which would be everybody, in our D&D game, I had a cat named Morgana, and I got rid of my magic powers, so I lost my cat, and now, oh. I'm, I'm, now I'm sad about that. Oh, that's why that cat disappeared. Yeah. I was like, where's that cat? I wanted to, t- to tell me to go to sleep again. Yeah, no, it I wanted to beat the shit out of it. Fuck piece of shit. So, the, like, reason, feel like the it. reason the answer sucks so much is because... It is set after the main story, the only uh, Persona game so far to have a playable epilogue, in a way, and there is no social links. It is entirely just dungeon crawling. Dungeon crawling and going back to the main building to go to the Velvet Room. There's no social links, which means there's no bonus experience for Personas. There's also no compendium. Why the hell would you take out the social link? That's like half the game. Because the social links, you never, you never played the answer. No. Okay. Well, the the answer all enti- takes place entirely in 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 one day, and like the it's only the course of one day. Basically, it's just a, it's just a dungeon crawling epilogue to the story. You play as Igis, you don't play as the protagonist, and Igis is not nearly as strong as the protagonist. As a result, that sounds lame. It it is. Is basically just there because people didn't quite get what happened at the end of the main story, and how like everything happened. So, basically, yeah, it's just dungeon crawling. Um, you play as Igis. Igis is not as good as the main character. She can only use one weapon, so she can only do one type of physical damage. She has no social links. She has no compendium. You can only make personas that you find off of uh, the enemies, and. Fuse them without any additional skills That's or uh, leveling. Yes, m- makes it very hard. And uh, all of the enemies have ridiculous resistance. Every enemy that has a weakness also has the dodge, which gives it like a fifty percent chance to just dodge that attack anyway, even though it would have hit its weakness. <laughs> so, well, that sounds terrible. It is terrible. It's it's like uh, it's like um, basically. How Cave feels about Force Stealth. <laughs> Why you gotta make me salty? I, I was the one that was salty. I I almost threw my controller through the window, and it would have went really far because it was the wireless PS3 kind. Oh yeah, no, you would have had to buy a new controller. So, so it's not fun, and I was like, oh, that's why I usually just watch playthroughs on YouTube. Because it, it has some, it has some interesting. Because usually when people are like, so how do we play the answer? And they're like, 
you load up YouTube and you watch the cutscenes <laughs> because nobody wants to actually play the answer. And story-wise, it it actually sh- I mean it shows some important story beats like whenever from like characters past and stuff like you know characters in the game like Ken who don't really get anything outside of like this one 15 minute segment where they're important and then never again for the rest of the game. And it explains exactly what happens at the end of the main story and everyone is sad and blah, blah, blah. But it's just not fun. Like some, some people claim that like, they just want like the, to do the, the dungeon segments and not like the social parts, but you don't want it like this. Yeah, no. The dungeon, and the I dungeon segments aren't fun, and I don't even understand people who say like, "Yeah, I only want like the dungeon crawling bits." Like, fuck all the other stuff. Like that is you fucking idiots. Fuck the fun part of the game, you jackasses. I like, I actually told my wife last night. You know, if they made Persona without the dungeon part, I'd be happy <laughs> because then I'd actually be able to spend every day like flirting up chicks and hanging with me bros. No. Hey, yo, thirty-five-year-old woman, you want to fuck a sixteen-year-old? You interested in older women? Yeah, you, you can't believe it. You, you can't do that in three. It's like, hey, girl, I don't know. Hey, girl, I don't know what real sex is yet. Want to show me? <laughs> yeah, the one thing about the one thing about three is that like the social. It was the first time they'd ever done social links, so it's very primitive. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of him is a lot of it comes off as like you just wanting to um like tell people what they want to hear. Like, hey, this girl, guy's, I brought you some coffee beans. This guy's plan to fuck? get together. This guy's plan to get together with his teacher, which is a terrible, which is a terrible plan. But you have no choice but to. Well, I mean, if you want, oh, the, yeah, if you want to socially progress, you got to say like, yeah, dude, keep trying to date, keep trying to date your teacher. She's trying to date your teacher, even though she's not into you. It's totally not. It's totally going to work out fine. Yeah, and it does. No, it doesn't. I fuck Mishima. I got uh, the far the at the at the rate I went into the game, it did. Oh really? Yeah. I guess you never finished that link then. No, I did not. Okay, well, so, fuck that kid. That kid's an asshole. So, 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 yeah. So, at the end of that, at the end of that link, he's like, "Wow, this was a terrible idea. I can't believe I even tried this." Why thanks, did- protagonist. Thanks, protagonist, for not stopping me <laughs> for wait, trying to wait, ruin wait, that, my life. Wait, does does your social link the social link reach level ten by him saying like, "Why the fuck did you talk me out of this, you asshole?" Then no, like, no, 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 no. He, he's like, "Thanks for supporting me, even though it was a terrible idea." And then, like, you know. <laughs> Then it ranks up, and then you get the the fire giant. Oh God, my life is in my life is in shambles. Why the fuck did I ever do this? Why did you help me along with this? Thanks for that, though. And this is why the female protagonist is better because you don't have to deal with that guy. You get to hang out with Junpei instead. <laughs> I did feel I did play the female protagonist. Why did I know about no. that social link then? I don't know. Yeah. So another thing is um, in the original game and in the male protagonist route in Portable, like you don't have a link with any of your male party members. Just the girls, well, so like obviously, yeah. You don't want to be, you don't want to be, you want people to think you're gay, do you? I mean, you hang out with other male characters, just not them. Yeah, well, like you spend all your time with them. You don't want people to think you're gay, do you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, this is, I mean, keep in mind this is Japan talking. This is Japan. Yeah, I mean, gay. You get pre- I mean, you get pretty gay with that racetrack guy. <laughs> As you like carry him home because his angle is not is not so great. God, Persona's fucking weird. Yeah. So I yeah, can't so, quit you. 
the, so the, the, chari- the chariot guy has like ruined his foot, but he wants to keep trying to run anyway because he doesn't want to let his little cousin down or something. And you're like, you know, maybe you should not cripple yourself for life, man. Just a, just a thought. Is he a high school student? He is a high school student. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you say like, hey, dude, here's a thought. You're in high school. This is track and field. Even among the high school sports, track and field means the least. Oh, you can't tell him that. That's the fuck mean. I can't. No, I mean you do. You, you put it a little nicer than that, but yeah, he's like, you know, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't ruin my leg forever just yeah. to impress so, my little like, cousin. Also, you're a high school student. You need to go to work after this. How do you how do you expect to live the rest of your life if you bust your fucking knee now? Well, see, that's being told from an adult's perspective. No, it's like a it's like a fucking Kurokonobasuke. Just that one motherfucker is the fucking king shit because he's good at basketball. Like, he threatens to kill a dude because he's good at basketball. And then there is the and then there is the absolute worst social link of any Persona game of all times, the fat guy. <laughs> Remember him? Uh, I don't think I do. Okay. So he's the, quote, gourmet king, which means he, basically he's well known for being fat and eating a lot. And he's oh, also wow, of, this motherfucker looks like a rapist. Is he the world social link? Uh, no, he's the moon. He's, he's... No, he's the moon social link, yeah. <laughs> this, guy lo- this guy looks like if one of the antagonists from Persona 4 let himself go. Drop it. Drop the image in the chat so I can see. Oh, Jesus Christ. Looks like he's hiding, like he's hiding fucking like nuts in his cheeks for winter. It's loading. Uh, my, 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 for some reason, Discord really hates me. Nozomi is, and from his personality section on the, on the Shin Megami Tensei wiki, Nozomi is extremely obsessed with food, often doing nothing but <laughs> eating guy. as a pastime. Although Nozomi is afraid of being seen as the uncool one while standing next to the protagonist, he does permit him to be a supporter of the gourmet king. Oh, wow. So he's like, so he's like the piece of shit that like nobody likes but thinks he's the best? Yes, that is him. Ah, so he's the Mishima of the game. It gets yeah well yes it, it, but he's also part of a doomsday cult who like tries to rip people off of money fucking what and, and like yeah yeah at, at uh, towards the end after as you're talking about like man nobody likes me and I'm not cool and then, and then this guy comes up he's like yo you owe us some money you have to pay us so much money or else uh, such and such is gonna wipe you out and your soul won't be saved and he's like oh yes that's right he 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 completely believes this this like these like weirdos they're oh, like yo oh my you, god. Yo, you need to pay us off to save your soul. And he's like, hey, protagonist, don't you want to join this cult, too? I'm trying to save your soul. Like, hey, protagonist, you want some Kool-Aid? Yeah, basically. And it's a really cool thing you can join. Just, like, come over. It's a free personality test. We'll measure, measure your feet and levels. Then after that, it's only 150 bucks a month. It's just so weird because he's like the, – the first half of it is like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm the gourmet king, and you get to hang out with the gourmet king. Aren't we so cool? And it's like, oh, by the way – Aren't you fucking do- special? BT dubs, have you read The Watchtower? Yeah. I have some literature for you. And then his ends with like I think I think it ends with like him uh, him quitting the cult and he's like I'm going to be a food critic now. And like okay, great. Wow. Go away and- I hate this person. 
go away and never talk to me again. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> Can I stomp him to death? Like, like, like I, I, I never. What the fuck? Like, like being. I know it's. I don't might be a bit hypocritical for like um for me a guy who runs a site where I pretend to be a critic to say like yo fuck this guy, but like yo fuck this guy. Food critics are the worst. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's like he's like he's the worst persona character like ever. No, the worst the worst people are wine critics. He's worse than Mishima. Uh, he is so much worse than Mishima. I haven't even I didn't even fucking get that far in the Mishima's fucking thing. Mishima Mishima is a coattail hanger. Yeah, he yeah, he's trying he's trying to like he's just like, yo, dude, I I, I will be friends now. Let us go. Like, yeah. Let us be friends, and then tries to force himself into every single fucking aspect of your life. There's also in a, in a later link where he's like, "Hey, um, so you should totally target this one guy because he has a lot of female fans, and I don't like that." And it's like, "Wait, what?" He's like, well, "Yeah, his, no, heart, his he, heart's he's totally like, corrupt." He accuses like he's like this guy raped some chick, and like it's really like that they're like he's like they're trying to start a relationship or something. Oh yeah, that ass and. I think that's when you actually go to meet Mishima's shadow and you're like, yo. Yeah, you don't even bother. Yo, fuck You don't even. You can't even be bothered to harvest Mishima's shadow. (laughs) That's how unimportant Mishima is. His shadow's like, oh, so you're going to fight me now and try and steal my heart? And you're like, no. Yeah, fuck (laughs) you. Just walk the fuck away. And that's all that's needed to make him a better person. Just like you're not important enough for me to fight. That's it. Such dumb like, shit. What are you gonna fucking steal my heart? And I was like, oh no, I gotta return some DVDs and just leave. Oh man, <sighs> it's such dumb shit. Yes, a lot of the the uh, I mean, most of the I mean, most of the confidence in five are pretty good, except for that one. And and all enough, and all enough, he's the moon confidant too. Yes, he is. Akechi is such an asshole, and they are, they they seem to think that like having him like sacrifice himself is enough to make me like the character. No, fuck him. He shot no. me in the head. But, no, he, 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 did, he didn't really shoot you in the head. He shot your illusion in the head. He shot me in the head. Fuck Akechi. Well, yeah, but you. Don't like you don't like it when people mess with you in any way, you know. Yeah. You were trying to kill you were trying to kill that elf guy from the day we he like laid eyes on you. You threat yeah. If anybody threatens one of your simulacrums, you're like, oh fuck you asshole. Yeah, like oh damn. Ah, uh, inside jokes. It's good. It's a good thing you've never played Trails of Cold Steel because you'll like hate Crow with a passion. Of course, his name's Crow. <laughs> Because yeah, because because he betrays you, but like but like the main character is like yo, but I mean still, it's like you must you must have your reasons, right? You know we're st- we're still we're still friends. I don't hate you for beating me up, and I'm back on wanting Persona Five Dancing Star Night to get over to get released in fucking America. Why? What does that have to do with anything? Because we were just because t- we were just talking about fucking crow. Oh. And Goro, Akechi. I put him in his uh, free Christmas we, costume. We call the entire we call him time Gru- I had him, just so I could laugh at his stupid ass. We call him Gru. <laughs> Why? Because because somebody on the the Persona Five board on the 4chan like did this angry rant 
about how people wouldn't shut up about Goro when the game first dropped. And he's like, rah, 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 and stop talking about Gru because he spelled it wrong. <laughs> and then, like, ever since then, it's like, yo, Gru. It's like, yo, fuck Gru. Yeah, forget Gru. I bet that bitch can't even dance good. And then one guy, and then one guy posted a picture of the principal with like Igor's nose on it. And he's like, "No, we're not talking about Despicable Me at all." <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm watching the trailer for it, just seeing everybody dance. I'm just fuck it. I want this. Okay, so this. Uh, you're hating the end chapter to Persona Three. Anything else? Uh, I mean, there is, but I don't really feel like going on a long rant about it at 10.45, so I think I'll save that for next time. Alrighty then. Alright. Anything else to talk about? I just said no, I don't, I just said no, yeah, because said, I don't want to go... You said nothing else for fucking uh, Persona 3, but you might have other games. Oh, no, 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 that was, that was my other game. Oh, okay. I said, yeah, no, Alrighty I'll then. save that for next time. So, I'm playing that on the news. So, first oh, I got up, news. I got yeah. news for you. Okay, go ahead. Okay, speaking of the Persona dancing games, they just announced the DLC characters. Oh, yeah. which is yes, which is Theodore, the fem- <laughs> the female protagonist's attendant from Persona Five or Persona Three Portable. Lavenza, you all know who that is. No, yeah, no. D- yes, the fused form of the two twins from Five. Ah, right. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yes. I mean, you might I forgot her name. I mean, she she only shows up like in the last two minutes of the game. So yes. Yeah. Sorry, I totally forgot about her. Okay, Shinjiro, who isn't part of the of the uh, group from the outset, and he really should be, and Akechi. Unless you can put Akechi in his like clown like Christmas costume. Oh yeah, you totally can. Worth it. You totally can. You it, can put him in his. It's fucking you can put him game, in his, dude. In his hero, you can put him in his hero costume too. His, his, his hero costume. Oh, I'm not going to respect him enough to put him in the hero costume. Well, I, no, his 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 costume. If you buy the Persona Four Dancing All Night costumes, it catches is like a hoodie and like with a big red hat that says hero on it, and it looks so stupid. Yeah, I had I had multiple times going into those games where I had like fucking Naoto dressed up as like a fucking steampunk knight. I had a bunch of dudes dressed as reindeer in their fucking body-covering reindeer costumes. Dancing games are lazy with... Dancing games are fucking lousy with costumes, dude. It would not surprise me if you could dress up a catchy with, like, fucking those stupid, like, Persona 4 joke glasses and a fucking bathing suit. I just want to put him in his Darth Vader armor, because, like, you'd never really get a good look at that in the game. I just want to put him in dog shit. Oh. I want to light him on fire. Well, you're not. No, you're not. That's not going to happen, unfortunately. No, you mod the game and put in fire effects on him. Can, or can I? Can I? Yeah. Can I be the one to kill him? Not leave it to the monsters that I could easily defeat. No, because he's gonna, he's going to come back in the spinoff, and you're going to be re befriend him again. Yeah, in Persona in Persona Five, fucking platinum or whatever. Yeah, there's going to be a fucking like there's going to be a there's going to be a chapter like after everything is said and done where you actually play as a catchy and have him escape. Probably, and then he's gonna, and then he and Joker are gonna be best pals again, like you and Adachi, because that's just how it works. Yeah. And then when Persona Six you. rolls around, and then when Persona Six rolls around, it's gonna be a picture of uh, a fucking Joker and Akechi on screen now, because now they're both cops together. Probably, yeah. Fuck Akechi. <laughs> yeah, fuck Akechi. Anywho, moving on. Uh, Gabe Newell. 
I uh, just announced on a Reddit, just announced on a Reddit AMA that Valve is working on games again. I find I mean, that difficult to believe. He lies. I don't believe him. Yeah, he does, but still. This is this is a big thing. Everyone's like, well, yeah, yeah get Valve, make video games. As so during the AMA, um Newell said, quote, Artifact is the first of several games that are going to be that are going to be coming from us. So that's good news. That's sort of good news. Hooray, Valve's starting to Valve's going to start shipping games again. Yeah, so I got Artifact, which I'm pretty sure is like a card game. Uh, three new VR games uh, as part of an interview with a PC gamer. Yeah, a bunch of other shit. Ooh, fucking anything with a three in it. Uh, he did not say. Didn't think so. But he what did say did there expect? were three VR games coming. So maybe who knows? Moving on. Uh, speaking of three, Runner Three. Which is to say, Bit Trip Runner, the third in the Runner spinoff of the Bit Trip series, and that's be coming to the Switch on May twenty second, which I am fucking hyped for because Bit Trip presents Runner Two: Future Legend of Rhythm Alien is great. That game is fantastic and fun and hilarious with a really great art style, and I think it'll do well for I think it'll do well on Switch. For those who don't know, the BitTrip series of games are a bunch of games that are all different genres, but all follow the same kind of rhythm mechanics. Where it is this, where it is a genre that you know, but with rhythm. Okay, yeah, that's bit, interesting. BitTrip Runner is an, an endless runner, but to rhythm. So you're just running nonstop. You jump over obstacles. You can like glide a bit. Uh, there's so like, it's like Vib Ribbon. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so you just like duck, so you just like duck, kick, uh, jump, all kinds of shit to avoid obstacles. And while you're doing that, there's music playing. And as you go throughout the level and get like certain pickups and stuff, you start getting more points, and then the music starts getting more intricate. I'm pretty sure in Runner Two, I have every I have every level at the maximum possible score uh, capability except for two. Nerd. Yeah, I'm a fucking nerd. I fucking love those games. Specifically the runner games. Like I played I played some of the other uh bit trip I'm games. I'm judging you so much right now. I played some of the other bit trip games and I just kinda and I don't like it as much as I like Runner 2. I'm judging you for not having completed everyone at the max score. Yeah, I have twenty four of twenty six Steam achievements in run in Runner Two. I'm judging you for not having all twenty six. And now I'm probably gonna end up reinstalling this game and playing it again. Good. I've played. I've put twenty eight hours into this game. Wow. Oh yeah, like the, the games are a lot of fun, and getting to play it on Switch. That seems cool. I'm totally down for this. Yeah, it comes out May twenty second. Uh, doesn't list a price for any of them, but eh, we will see. Anywho, moving right along. Uh, Geralt of Rivia uh, from the Witcher series is going to be included in Soul Calibur Six as both a playable character and as and as being featured on the box art. Yeah, that's Whoa. usually how it works. 
Yeah, an honor that has not been bestowed since, I think, like, fucking Yoda and Darth Vader. Like when right Ezio then. fucking brought, got brought over to Soul Calibur 5, he was on the fucking cover. Whoa. Finally. I am so excited. Yep, and then, finally, uh, Dean Evans. Uh, a developer at uh, Ubisoft who was the cre- who was the uh, director for Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Oh, that was some awesome DLC. And who worked with, and who worked on uh in on various games in the Far Cry Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed franchises hasn't has left Ubisoft. Yeah, so the guy who made the most interesting thing Ubisoft has made in years left the company. Well, uh oh, yeah. We'd be in trouble now. Uh, yeah. No, so be, Dean Evans, in a statement, in, now. in a statement about his actual um leaving the company, he said, "I split with my wife, and then the project I was working on was canceled. All this massive shit going on all at the same time, and I start and I started thinking, is the best option for me to move to another foreign country? I'm 40 this year, and it's so fucking cliche." But you do think about it in the same way you do when you turn 30. These milestones, you start thinking about what you really want to be doing and what and whether you're making the right decision. So according to him, uh, he's leaving the company on good terms. Uh, so it's not like a Kojima situation where he got fucking canned and everybody and everybody's trying to like erase his memory. It's just like kind of he was at a point in his life where he wanted to leave. But that is still potentially not a great thing for Ubisoft. Or again, the guy who made the most interesting thing in years leaves. Just says he's done with you and walks away. Yeah. He's like, hey, we'll still be bros. Call you, right? Peace. Hey, if I uh, ever need to get my dick wet again, I'll just uh, text you, okay? Save my number, bitch. Another for news. It releases time this week. It's Far Cry Five. One of the ten possible versions of Far Cry Five. What? So, from the looks of it, the game has five versions of it out there available for purchase, as well as versions of them that are UPlay exclusive. What? Welcome to the culture now. There is Far Cry, Far Cry Deluxe Edition, Far Cry Gold Edition, Far Cry The Father Edition, and Far Cry Hope County, Massachusetts, Hope County, Montana Edition. Didn't mean to say Massachusetts there. I just earlier today edited a Wikipedia page that listed that that said that Lock and Key took place in Maine. Which emphatically does not. But yeah. Far Cry 5 is out this week. From what I've heard. Yeah, I was super hyped for it when, like, the first trailer started dropping. And now I'm super not. Yeah, exactly. Like, when I saw that, when I saw that first trailer, I was like, oh, yeah, this looks cool. Like, actually, like, changing things up a bit for the Far Cry series. Like, fucking taking place in goddamn rural Montana. Or I guess I should say Montana. 
Yeah, I mean, the whole place is kind of rural. Yeah, it looked really fucking cool. And, like, having that whole, like, cult leader thing, a potentially new, really menacing, interesting interesting antagonist. And then as we've gotten closer to it, I've just been, like, more and more thinking, I don't think I'm going to buy this game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I pre-ordered it. I think I'm going to be shifting my (laughs) pre-order. I didn't pre-order it, and I'm kind of glad I didn't actually then again i'm actually like, buying this, i'm not 100 sure i'm actually still interested in the game i'm just bored with it at this point yeah i'm interested in it mainly because i want to fucking review it for the site because i haven't written a review in forever but at the same time i'm also like hey i could actually just spend that money on getting detective pikachu which so far well, seems you can like always the more do thing. what ign does not play the game and still give it a 9 out of 10. No, I want us to have some credibility. We wouldn't we wouldn't let, want to let our one fan down. Yeah. No, we have two fans. Just one of them was willing to pay us. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks again, Absolute Zero. I really hope that you guys didn't give me the wrong name there because nope, I feel I, really bad. I had it up for I had it up and was staring at it for most of the show. Just All just right. to make sure, just to make sure we're getting it right. Yeah, just one hundred percent. This is the dude who gave us money. Thank you. Yep. Patreon user absolute zero. And actually, looking at it, I'm pretty sure his profile pic is actually is either him or somebody else. In Joker cosplay, like like Persona Five Joker cosplay, cool. That's probably why. <laughs> that's probably why he Patreon us because we spent a whole we spent two whole casts talking about nothing but that game. <laughs> anyway, next week nothing's fucking coming out. Like unless you're into Pillars of Eternity. I'm totally in. No, I'm not. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Not really. Sorry. I don't even know what that is. It's a RPG. From Obsidian I mean, Entertainment. Like it, I mean, it looks like it might be mildly fun. Well, I but like Obsidian and I love RPGs, so... Yeah, it looks like it's mildly fun, but not something I'd need to get immediately. Yeah, it is an isometric with... It's an isometric real-time with pause tactical combat and choice, choice-heavy dialogue game. While the sequel adds more world reactivity, dynamic weather, enhanced AI, and NPC daily schedules that can influence quest progression. Never mind. The PC version is coming out April 3rd, 2018, with console versions being ported over by Red Cerberus. Is that good? Uh, let me check. This is the this is the only thing they have credited as working on for Giant Bomb that was listed on GiantBomb.com. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back, probably, in two weeks' time with episode of the StoreProds.com video games podcast. Between now and then, though, we got shit coming out. I gotta pee. Okay. Dylan, I'm dead. Alex. And I'm Caveman. See you guys next time. And thanks again, Absolute Zero. I do.